Is that what we're doing? Oh, you were eating froyo. I'm pretending to eat oh, our invisible geez, froyo. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see how it goes. Happy oh! birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. Happy birthday, dear Scott. Happy birthday. Thank you. Would you believe me if I said I legitimately didn't know? Good. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, Just going to break all this shit. Why was he born so beautiful? Okay, no. Why was he born at all? <laughs> Do you enjoy the flavor of wax? No. Blow out your fucking candles. But don't give us germs. <laughs> give us germs. Way too fucking late for that. <laughs> family bubble. It looks like it. So there you go. Thank Happy you. Happy non-Froyo, but Froyo. Yay. Oh, wait, there's. Would you like Fro stuff for us? Well, I was. I'm happy with whatever. I don't yeah. care. We have. Fro, Thank you, Dio. Dio. Yo. Hello. Sorry. Yeah, I'm this gonna throw Dio. I turned off my mic. Well, do you good. need something from somewhere that no, I can get you? Okay. Okay. Hello. Oh no, I forgot I was muted again. <laughs> Yay! <clears throat> so, in case you haven't noticed, this isn't actually Age of Empires. <laughs> oh no, correct. Yeah. Well. well <laughs> Unless you consider this, like, relationship that the four of us have to be a sort of empire of dirt, or uh, perhaps an empire of... I empire of dirt. I just say empire, and I think dirt. Yeah. Odd, isn't it? I will make you hurt. Well, Luke, so the thing is, like, I didn't expect more snacks because we just got through having dinner and other snacks from you. So, there you go. Yay. Hello. Yep. You can tell that it's different because I didn't zip up my jacket and I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> this is to show the passage of time. Right, right, right. We we're having sort of instead of a montage, we're kind of Have doing some fro. Ooh. The um oh, the tags ah. and the title should be updated now though. There. Um, yeah, you can reload yes. if you so need to. So for those of you still um Kunku Fenris, you don't get to fucking tell me what to do. <laughs> My empire of dirt. Do people mind if I have one? Just kidding. I am going to have one. Would you like one? Would everybody? Also, it's your birthday, you pick. Yeah, you pick. <sighs> and then maybe I don't sing the Johnny Cash one. version. We'll go around the circle. And introduce ourselves. Yeah. I sing the original. <laughs> mm. Too late. <laughs> oh, no. So this is matcha. Mochi. Mochi. Well, no, it wasn't matcha. There was another one that was matcha. I didn't get it. Mochi ice cream. Yes, it is Empire shit. I'm sorry. I'm thinking if I actually was going to fuck everything. What? I quit. Okay. Kung Fu Fenris is telling me what to do. Oh, okay. Bad Kung Fu Fenris. <laughs> you can only tell John what to do while you're playing Parsifal. <laughs> He's Santa Claus. Yar, he's pirate Santa. Is that fair to say, pirate Santa? Pirate Santa. Hurt is a song that I actually like quite a bit. Sure. And it's a problem because every time it's referenced on Reddit, I know exactly what's going to happen. Someone's going to post like the Johnny Cash version is the best one. Someone's going to post Trent Reznor doesn't even think it's his song anymore. Someone's going to post the whole like it's like somebody was with my girlfriend quote that he made. 
not realizing, of course, that it, all of these things are taken out of context, and mm-hmm. it's okay to like both versions of the fucking song. No, <laughs> it's the internet. Everything must be spoken in absolutes. Exactly. If you... I absolutely love this. <laughs> only a and Sith. These fucking people. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. So what were you gonna say? We're only a Sith people. <laughs> only a oh, Sith. Oh, these fucking not fucking these. Damn it. So close. <laughs> I'm reaching for my cards, but I don't actually need them. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, green card. There it is. Well, <laughs> not yet, Celtic knots. I've had a few Celtic knots in my day. On pieces of clothing and so on. That's not... Never mind. You know what? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it really was pretty perfect timing, Luke. Hmm? The arrival of the Pacage. Yeah. Pacage. It's true. I didn't know that that was a, a UK kid birthday party staple. Um, I really well. Of course, I I didn't. Uh, despite having British relatives, I know like literally nothing about <laughs> about the place. <sighs> so you say that Celtic knots. Once upon a time, I drove to my family home and encountered my family, who asked me why I was carrying a bag from a hardware store. To which I said, "Oh, I just bought a lot of rope." And they were like, "Why rope?" I said, well, it's very specific rope that I needed to get. I had to make sure that it was an appropriate rope so that I could make sure that I could tie my friends up with it. And it was for Liz. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Whole yeah. lot of nylon rope. I had to quickly go through I was also various, trying. I can't really remember. For Tress and The various possibilities uh, and landed on the most likely scenario. Oh, yes, yes. So, and the noose. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, to answer what this is, they're donuts. <laughs> Yay. They're little, little, mini, little mini donuts. Donuts. They're vegan. They can, yeah, they can make them vegan or, or not. They can make them vegan, gluten-free, nut-free, allergen-free. They're great. They're fabulous. Well, if they're vegan, they're also gluten-free and nut-free. No. no. Isn't it? Oh, for them, yes. They have the triple threat, which is all. Yeah, the those. triple threat is all, is all, but that's not these. Those are yeah. the baked ones that are the triple threat. I know way too much about donuts. It's a good thing. <laughs> I know way too much about rope, apparently, <laughs> according to my parents. <laughs> so, and there's a few things you need to know about rope. Everything that you just said is not part of that category. <laughs> I mean, my dad did teach me how to, like, tie a few knots. Oh, sure, sure. That sure. was for, like, mooring a ship. Not in the Boy Scouts of Canada as well. Were I, you? I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I, rank did you get to? Uh, Queen Scout? <laughs> Sorry. No. Are you a queen scout? I was not a queen scout. I did get, I did went, I, Beavers, Cubs, Scouts. The thing is, John, if you yeah. know me and you know how I like to play games, yeah. I was a badge-o-holic. I was, I was there just mm. for the badges, basically. Yeah, you were achievement whore. Achie- <laughs> gotta catch up. <laughs> that is correct. That's actually. I gotta get my achievements. Dad, help me cook an egg. I gotta get this chief. The rope was used because I had to lasso someone and then tie them to a chair uh. while wearing a camo onesie and a giant red wig. A two-wig red wig. A two-wig red wig and red cowboy boots. Yep. Uh, yeah. Art. Art. Hashtag art. And I was there to make sure that she didn't actually hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. I think I succeeded in I am here for the food. I don't think there were any injuries on that set. No, we were safe as hell. <laughs> That's kind of safe. Ask Files McWilds what I had to do with them. <laughs> Actually, we probably will when we next see them. Uh, cheers to the end of season two of 
To sortilege. To sortilege. And those who drink water. Yeah. Uh, this is the end of um, Exalt Twitch Academy Season 2. Oh, Terraria for life. Boy Scouts is actually originally British. It's not American. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I, there, is a, there is a Scouts of Canada mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Oh, there will be a safety talk. Don't worry. We need safety when we're talking. Just, just chilling. Not yet. We actually preface all of our conversations as friends with. I the can't wait to whip out well. a green card or a yellow card, like in public, with someone who doesn't understand what the system is, and I'll be like, green "Excuse card. me, I need to make you aware of something." Like, <laughs> I don't think that the Boy Scouts of Canada still exists anymore. I think now it's just Scouting Canada. Scouting Canada. They've Scouts merged. Or guides or something. Yeah, there, yeah. there's no Wouldn't longer. Would be more scoot. <laughs> Scooting so like there's Canada. there's no longer a separation. No, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. Gender wise. There was certainly, but no. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be. Yeah. Well, I was I was in I was in Sparks, Brownies and Girl Guides. I like how <laughs> I was bad with everything. I I wasn't in them. Damn, I, I wasn't flexible enough to do ballet as a four year old. I'm sorry. Uh, I Who I, says to a four year old you can't do ballet? Uh, yeah, I went to <laughs> t-ball practice and literally didn't put my hand up to catch the ball so it just hit me in the face uh and i think that was the end of my extracurricular (laughs) activities i played t-ball t-ball hey didn't we all and i played soccer for a while yeah sure um tg thank you fuck soccer 36 hated it (laughs) did you why because someone kicked the ball and it hit me in the face and it hurt so much there you go. Yeah, that happened to me. All friends, Whatever. all buddies. I mean, Blood all over my face. Oh god. And, and then oh just god. no more. That's that's no when my that's when that. my mother told me that I wasn't allowed to play goalkeeper anymore, which was the position mm. I wanted to play. But the reason she didn't want me to play it was because every time a goal came in, all the kids would just walk up to you and be like Nice job. Yeah, turn around. No catch. Because it's it, you were the like the goal's this fucking big. You're <laughs> this fucking big. And they're all like, it's your fault. Like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, somehow it's my fault. Exactly. I played rugby for a while. Eat more. I vastly preferred rugby over football, hmm. which I also played briefly and wish I hadn't. Hope you're all strapping yourselves in because this is the next two I and dislocated a half hours. my elbow playing badminton once. Ouch. Someone hit, okay, high school, you put up the nets. No one ever bothers to tie the bottom of the net. Except for this one day, someone tied the bottom of the net really tight. So I was going to duck under the net, and <gasps> I clipped it, and I just, boop, fell back onto my elbow. Dislocated. Ow! Oh. I played Go Fish. Requiem. <laughs> Same. I played Hearts, actually. Uh, a lot. A lot. Not We've never played Hearts. It was a heart shark. I used to play Hearts quite a bit, too. Nice. I played it on the computer. I played both. I bet you oh, cast, yes. I I bet really you cast hearts. Black Maria like a... I Literally, it enough, but I, I had so already obsessed. hurt myself so really many school. times in gym that initially the gym teacher was like, okay, whatever, go sit on the bench. Until eventually I was like, no, these don't match anymore. Oh my God. It was not Jesus. Good. Sports and I, not friends. You guys are good to carry this episode while I eat, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, You've got four it's more donuts birthday, to get son. through. And then, like, a bag of... I mean, they stay okay. You can take those home. Absolutely. Or not. Oh. Mm. <sighs> are you enjoying your your desserts? <laughs> yes, Keep very going, much. Honestly, eat as many as I, well. I will. Just give me a sec to digest. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't going to leave Keep you. eating. <laughs> this is the Froyo. Papa. What is the Froyo? 
Elizabeth. Uh, it's like a post-mortem. Uh, the corpse, the corpse of our campaign lies before us. We've oh. got all our tools, and we're about to slice it open and see Woof. what we can find. Now, the um, difference, of course, is that a season might be dead, but it's it's its progeny may live on, as opposed to what Liz is implying, which is that you can never return to it because it's <laughs> dissected. I mean, you could bring it back. Have you ever, have you ever like, like Frankenstein it? Have you ever witnessed an autopsy? If you're doing an autopsy, you have to wear like a ton of personal protective of equipment. Course, yeah. And so that's why we have our own oh, protective equipment. Hey. We got these puppies. Bam. And these will actually still apply, even though this is a Froyo and we're not actually playing today. Uh, this does make a difference. The green card, also known as the play card, means everything's all good. We're all happy. And no matter what I look like externally, I am enthusiastically consenting to this and ready to go. The yellow card, also known as the pause card, as long as this is held up, play's got to stop because I have something to say. Once I put this card down, play can continue. The red card, though, means stop. We have to stop playing. We have to organize amongst ourselves what we have to do to make things right. And only when everybody is ready to go can the game continue. Thing is, we got these cards and you don't. Or maybe you do. Maybe you're sitting there with your little cards, but we can't see them because we don't have a camera in your living room yet. Therefore, <laughs> if you need help, there are things that you can do. You can whisper RPG Clinic, in which case we'll see it and we can try to see if we can arrange something for you. You can also whisper a moderator right now. That is Bleeds the Light Invincible, Kung Fu Fenris, who is there ready to help you out, uh, if need be. Um, but no matter what you can, always leave the stream and chat. We don't necessarily want to see you go, but we do think that you should prioritize your mental health and well-being. And Ellie Spot... Depends on the autopsy, but sure. I mean, <laughs> okay, doctor, like get all actual <laughs> medical like education. I thought that in Canada you had to be wearing protective equipment if you were I, like working with a corpse. I would assume so, but like I don't actually know. I mean, maybe that means like in Sweden, like they're just like we don't care. They're the bad. They're dead. The, the, the bad boys and girls you of medicine. Can't hurt At least, them. but please confirm. I like to think it's bad done with boys boxing and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gloves are advised. Are advised. <laughs> Doctor, doctors in Sweden are just like the only thing that you need are sunglasses and a bad attitude. Aren't there like go. gases pent up in the body? There's yeah, like spurt stuff on you. Wouldn't you want to have like a gown and like stuff so that you I don't get like dead body goop in your mouth? They just use like a shield. Uh, Sonic Terraria <laughs> for Life. If I had access to Sonic right now, I would get some tots. And I would give those tots to Kate. Oh. Then I would order a cherry limeade and drink the fuck out of it. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's one of the things yeah. I miss the most about living well, in the States. Well, when we eventually go on a road trip. Road trip. To the southern United States. Yeah, we're going to go on a RPG long road trip. On the road? And when we go to PookCon 2022. <gasps> PookCon. It's not a thing. Or is it Pukajutsu? We're making it a thing. If we all just show up. Yeah. Exactly. Xbox's ruining my my dream of Swedish like rebel doctors. <laughs> rebel doctors. <laughs> that autopsy was metal as fuck. The Pacific Northwest <laughs> is longer for us to get to than the southern United States actually. Yeah. Very far. Very far. In this continent. Big continent. It's a big I'm kind of 
I kind of really want to go to Sweden now so that I could just be like, <laughs> go to a hospital. And be like, at me, sir, who are you? I think I am a fucking doctor. Let him in. Your autopsies, please. If I go to Texas, you'll take me for barbecue. That is one of the best places. And Requiem will buy us a beer. Sweet. I'll take all of them. Sorry. Some of these people drink beer. <laughs> we just some, some of us drink beer. An RPG clinic van. <laughs> we drive around. Ruthana, well, I know exactly which AW you're talking about. It looks oh, like shit. there would still be people on roller skates because it's just this like oh, old school nice. A&W. Nice. A&W's incredibly popular in Canada and yeah. not as it's like really fallen off in the States. My dad built a cat. Smoking is advised. <laughs> oh, well, I'm out. <laughs> Jesus. In America, we say viewer discretion it's is okay. advised. It's okay. Scott will take the beers. I'll yep. take the cigarettes. Yep. John will take Wait, the root beer and barbecue. And Liz will... Take the sunglasses? Nice. They've been claimed. Sold. Naff, naff. <gasps> Ellie Spot, you just made my day. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That's actually fantastic. So this was all because we were describing Froyo's as autopsies. Um, this Sorry is about this that. came from. No, no, I just... I really needed a segue because I blew the earlier one. Because there was a perfect one and I just... Speaking of blowing things, you don't want to blow your... We just did the safety <laughs> cards. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> oh, the, this is still up. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Our the info box like has stopped wanting them. to... It's okay, we're just going to take them out back and make them need an autopsy. Shh. Uh, when we move into our next season. Where did we get lucky? But I mean, today we're going to be talking about season two of Exalt Witch Academy. Uh, what we liked, what we didn't like. Questions from you, which there's a bunch on the Discord in the Exalt Witch Academy spoilers channel um, already. I got like a lot, a lot. Uh, we're probably going to be doing some other fun games. You know, game-like stuff. And then, um, what else? Well, talking we'll about, we're talking about what's coming up, too. What's the deal with... What's up with you being all like organized and on the ball? It's your birthday. You're supposed to be like whatever. No, that's that's yeah. your like I realize, happy place. Yeah. As I as I grow older, I realize I get a lot of joy out of putting things to right. Um, so I spent a good amount of today being like. <laughs> I spent a lot of time with John because he really needs that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh! oh, oh. <laughs> I want you to have joy to put Thank it to you. right. You can't just knock my shit over. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just reminded of the X Files episode with the vampire. <laughs> Oh. I remember that episode? Right? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm uh, sure I've seen like, it. Like basically, Scully—it's either Mulder or Scully—like spills sunflower seeds everywhere, and the vampire's like, ah, oh, and then has to bend down. And pick oh, that's actually that. really funny. That would be Scott, for sure. I, I am a holy shit. Feature dot chat got changes, and now there's like a suggestion queue for Q and A. What? What? Okay, well, but we're gonna like try to use it, and we're gonna like fuck it up, and it's gonna be like flying down, you know, from the diagonal corner, and like <laughs> off the screen, and you'll so, like be able to read the, anyway. Really? Wow, all these things. So if I do this, I'm gonna try it. Oh, so I'm gonna see things. what happens Ooh, if I do this. Uh, but yeah, please yeah. let us know in so the chat. If oh, you yeah. if you start your post with a Q and a space, oh. it will automatically put it into our Q&A list oh. and we can pull it. That's what Monkeys. you meant. So, That's yeah. so start your, if you put a Q and a space before, like you see how I put Q, Q test, mm. uh, that way you'll be able to put a question in there and we'll be able to throw it out there for you. Yep. There are a bunch that have been posted to the Discord as well already yep. uh, from people who can't make it today. Uh, Terraria for Life, that yes, that worked, but uh, 
Showing am I first doesn't really help us a whole lot. And yet, now you all see what it looks like. There you go. It's good. So now you'll see what it'll look like, but that's that's not really as helpful. Uh, so why don't we dig into the Discord? Oh, excuse me. If I have Discord open, which I should. Where is it? Discord was open. Fuck. Everything's going wrong. Is that is a really good question, honestly. It was important. <laughs> I like why did we get that wasn't smart ass. So I was very much going to be like, Q. What up? Q, you, you up? up? You Thank up. you. <laughs> you up. What up? You up? Um, yeah, I like did Gruber mentions get lucky. Like, where did it go well? Where did it go poorly? Where did you all get lucky? <laughs> um, oh, the house of bells on a boat on another boat in the woods. Many many lux were had. Sorry, did I say lux? Because I meant be. <laughs> what is love? Oh boy. <laughs> so. I'm going to start off with uh, a question from Gilded Good, mm-hmm. who unfortunately cannot be here, but See you in the did ball. have a question to ask. How did you like Essence as a system for play and for streaming? For play <laughs> and for streaming. <laughs> yeah, very important. <laughs> very important. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, they want me to comment on it. Um. Uh, by the way, if you put questions in the Discord, but you happen to be on chat right now, feel free to put the queue in the chat here, and it'll automatically get added for us. So I can answer that question. Yeah, okay. go for it. I liked the idea of Essence a lot more than I liked Essence in on in terms of this stream. I think that has a bunch of potential reasoning reasons behind it. Um, we ported characters over; mm-hmm. they felt like they were created in one system. And then we're brought into another system because they were, uh, (laughs) which was a bit strange. Um, I like the idea of how Essence works in terms of simplifying and streamlining things, but I felt like I missed some of the resource usage that we had in third because that's what we were used to. Did I steal everyone else's points? Because that was the intention. Not all of mine, but Um, that's me. I definitely, having played, even without the porting, having played EX3 Mm -hmm. significantly, it was very difficult, especially with the quick turnaround, to go to a completely different but similar version. Mm. If I hadn't played EX3 recently or ever, I think it would be a lot easier. Yes, that is um, true, actually. Even things like, you know, uh, Ox Body is slightly different. Um, mode of discerning technique iron skin concentration excellent strike like these all existed as charms in ex3 but they were all entirely different as far as what they do yeah that was almost the hardest thing is that there was a lot that was still named the same Mm -hmm. but but changed enough that you were basically relearning stuff um so it was it was very hard to switch from ex3 to essence in in our experience um I do think that Essence, especially when it's uh, when it's fully published and completed, uh, could be a really good starting system for people who really enjoy the setting um, because it's a lot more accessible than EX3 in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. I'll say that. I, 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 I agree. Uh, the, I think Scott put it honestly best. Uh, I loved the idea of Essence more than I liked it in Execution. And I think a large part of that is just because the manuscript's not finished yet. 
mm-hmm. it was released to Kickstarter backers. It was great to have it. Uh, we actually had it in advance, slightly in advance. Thank you, Onyx Path, for that. Uh, but it's still very rough. Uh, there are issues uh, with balance. There are issues with uh, you know navigation of the of the document. Uh, and that's nothing against them. The reason they release the manuscript is because they want to show that, like, look, we actually have a product here. Yeah, and it start, did. of course. It's great. Uh, but the yeah. product is absolutely not ready for, for general release. Yeah. Um, it's just, hence like, why it's being unformatted right? like, document. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've been finding, even with other other properties, just, like, having a little table in the corner that's like, these are the stats you need. Is just so valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, it proves that uh, proofreaders, editors, and layout artists are extremely important for your product. And if you are considering making an RPG, you have to ha- get those people on board. Mm-hmm. Because just a straight document is not the way that people can most easily absorb information. The other thing is... Uh, as a general rule, I don't like it when people port characters from one game to another. I tend to feel like they come with baggage. I tend to feel that you are disappointed when thing doesn't work out the way that you envisioned it. I find that often players uh, will uh, take a character from one game and put them in another and they have all these built up expectations that can't possibly be satisfied because it's a different game. And then I went ahead and suggested this and the issue is I was like, but they're the same characters and it's the same setting and the same system. Well, it's not the same system. And that ended up being a problem because characters didn't feel the same. Yeah. And so there was this dissonance there. And then the idea was, okay, well, do we switch back? Well, but then all the, half the campaign was done one way, half of it was done the other. There's no way to win in that respect. So uh, I, it is a lesson for me that I don't like porting characters and i don't think i'd recommend it again mm-hmm. uh, i could see us working in possibly in the same universe but saying you have to play new characters but i even then i'd wonder because then you'd be like well this used to be possible and now it isn't or now this is possible and it wasn't you know the previous session mm-hmm. so there's, there's some questions in there could i ask Rebecca? we can't see it. thank uh, you thank, thank you. you here do you want me to well it's just like I think what there's something you're doing that whenever I, I you click into a something. window, it keeps I'm, disappearing. I'm ah, perfecto. Thank you. Because then you'll be able to see more of the chat. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so Essence, I think, is something that we are going to be able to recommend. Oh, yeah. But when it's out. Yeah. When it's, it's done. When it's I done. would love to recommend it to people who pl- have played a good amount of, say, D&D. They've, they've played something mm-hmm. that's like, quite combat focused and are hungry for a role-playing experience that also emphasizes non-combat activities. I I would, I would recommend it in a second. It feels high fantasy. It feels powered and powerful. Um, but you can do things that aren't like hit it. There's some part. Yeah. There's some parts of essence that I really liked. Like the idea of build power is I think a really cool way to get, other people involved in combat. Mm. Not everybody has to be a combatant. Correct. Yes. So exciting because I mean, all the other times we've played, sure, actually, we've played EX three. It's sort of, oh, you better have assumed, a combat stat. It's like, yeah, like, you better have a mm. good combat stat. If you're a solar, right? Like, you're not going to survive if yeah. you don't have a good combat stat. You're like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, there's there's that. I did find that combat was uh, 
the way that we were playing it at least uh it felt very like binary either mm-hmm. you were going to wreck face or it was going to be really hard and i I found I was getting used to adjusting the difficulty levels of the encounters and I didn't get there. Yeah. But that again is part of not enough time with the system and a system that is still not finished. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but I also know that our style of play uh, tends to lend itself towards uh, a certain amount of crunch. Mm-hmm. The trick is to find the right amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a stream. First stream. That's true. Because also game as well. Like that's the other. Yeah, that's another yeah. factor. Is we can't be sitting there flipping through pages, like looking up the specific rule. We'd rather just say, okay, it's this for now. Yeah. Even if you folks were totally cool with it and patient, it stresses us out to feel like, um, like the pace is lagging and and that things aren't moving at the speed it should be. So you may notice we all talk all the time. As that is we somewhat have a intentional. Crippling fear of silence. <laughs> Silence is death. Oh my god. Wow. Shout out to the podcast listeners. Yeah. I'm sure the podcast listeners know every time we go silence. Oh boy. It's not good. Uh, I think we do. Do people want to have questions kind of in the same sort of topic moving on, or do we want to just bounce back and forth and just answer whatever? I'm fine with bouncing around. Yeah, let's. All right. Well, I got one here from Ellie Spot. Bounce, bounce. If Gail would have her way and marry each of you off to houses not represented in the hearth, which NPC would you pick? Uh, Pyres with Roseblack for sure. Whoop. Yep. Um, which NPC would you pick? Oh, you, Gail. I understand. Ah, my apologies. You have no say in this. Wow, this is I really my question. I assumed it was you, the collective. My apologies. No. Please go ahead. Um, and she's with... Tibet. Tibet, yeah. Yes, so um, I think Flavian and Aresta can... I know they're not represented in the hearth, but I still would recommend that Flavian and Oresta get married because then we've got some pellets here. Flavian's going to be thrown into the limelight a little bit, so that's exciting. Um, she fucks. But there's also Brevin for the Regara thing, so I could also have Brevin marry Oresta. Ah, Broresta. Ah, <laughs> uh, yo, Broresta. And she would you. never forgive me. Uh, and Quick Rat is who? Uh, sorry, is with what house again? I don't remember. Oh, Ellie Spot meant that you all get to pick. Uh, so you get to pick. No, it's too late. No, it's too late. Too late. I'm with the Rose Black now. Thanks. Oh, you That's knew that centuries. was my plan. I don't. I don't have a, a, a button for. Quick oh, rat. you might yeah. be Kathak. Right. So then, Quick Rat can't marry anyone. Unfortunately, we need to forge alliances. What the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Hashtag forge alliances. Regar is a good show. Yeah. Uh, yes, please yeet your cues in, Kung Fu Fenris. Just yeah. those cues. Definitely, someone's marrying Brevin. Yeah. Just throw them in. Have to be They're there. automatically being put in a list, and that's easier for me to do it than copying and pasting from Discord. I would split our house in half, and I would never interact with him. Ever. <laughs> uh, but Ever. please, one question per line. Don't like put Get all back. your questions in one big post. Sorry, Quick Rat. Not sorry, sorry. Quick Rat. Not sorry. We've got yeah, our priorities. Any rebuttals from the, t- from the two of you? <laughs> uh, I mean, the Rose Black certainly isn't someone Pyres would choose for himself. Okay, fine, I will. Yay! Um, I'm into it. Dunk. <laughs> I don't know. A political marriage, yeah, specifically, said. right? I mean, you could just marry the you Scarlet You could marry Empress. Brevin as well. No, I don't think that would go Scarlet well for anybody. Scarlet Empress, Scarlet Empress. Um, so Thanatos wants to marry Quick Rat. 
rock on. Exactly. I don't know, like, like steak? Gail understands the assignment. Well, okay. Like just saying. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She met the brief. She exceeded the brief. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I don't really have a rebuttal, actually. I'm trying to think of, like, other NPCs we met from other houses that I can name that would be like, oh, this would be advantageous. There were a number of Sinus characters, and I, Pyres had for a long time, there was, like, one of his only ties was to House Sinus, um, like a like a little minor tie. But I don't think Siontel, I don't think that would work out. Juin, I don't think so either. Nemen Sepe? Wigil? Or arrange something with him. Oh, Sepe! Nemen would fucking hate Gale, by the way. Yeah, of course. But that's just, again, it's a dynastic marriage. Like, that's just, it just comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah, maybe Flavian and Sepe. Uh, As we answer these questions, I should point out, this campaign is not officially over. It's officially on hiatus with the possibility of not getting renewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, On extended hiatus of probably like six months to a year to yeah, many years. A while. Uh, because we have another campaign planned. And then there are other games that we're interested in playing. But who knows? We might come back to it. Exalted is still a game that we really enjoy. Yeah. So uh, there are certain questions that I won't answer. Uh, if they are questions about like something that could potentially matter in terms of plot... I'm not going to answer them yet because they may still come up. Uh, I apologize that I can't be... Sorry, not sorry. I can't be that revealing about everything um, because I, it, I, I'll do my best. Though. Feel free to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't hurt anything by asking, but you may get hurt when I tell you that we are never, ever, ever... Getting back getting together. together. Uh, Grubermensch, an early question. Where did we get lucky? <laughs> uh cheers um we got lucky that uh that dude from season two episode one never cottoned on to our cottoned on to our plan the mm-hmm. the guy who was hosting the party whose yeah, name yeah. I can't remember. uh so, so, mm-hmm. seru sounds right seru. to me seru. uh that's where we got lucky we got lucky that that whole thing went off Okay. Relatively hitchless. And then mm-hmm. we're never pursued by a relatively powerful <laughs> dynast. We stole a lot from him. <laughs> Shout out to Gilligood for updating the wiki because they're all Gilligood. here. Yay. They're all here. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> Ellie Spa, there you go. You seem like the type to hold a grudge for that long. I like it. <laughs> respect. Respect. Total respect. Where did we get lucky? I don't know. Did anyone else have any thoughts about that? I mean, we lucked out that our... In, we lucked out to trust Juin and Ciantel and not have that blow up in our faces. Yes. I would say. Uh, lucked out in the second to, last, second to last episode where Arresta botched, went down, and turned it around in her favor. When, you oh yeah, yeah. I botched something Bracken. up in the room, and then it was like, "You're gonna go down and have to talk to Bracken and poison her." And I made it work. Nice. Yeah. I wouldn't call that luck. I'd actually call that skill. It worked real well. And... It was luck for the campaign because I was like, "Oh, <gasps> oh!" I do have another answer for where we got lucky: the fact that we could game in the same room. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was a huge, huge thing that happened to benefit the stream. 
Um, there's an amazing lighting and camera and sound setup in here now, um, which we just couldn't do when we were streaming separately. And the, the quality of the role play is just better for us when we're all in the 10, same room. 10,000 agrees. So. There, like, it's wonderful that we were able to continue through the pandemic and the lockdowns. Like, it was a, a rock in the middle of an ocean of uncertainty to have those Sundays. At the same time, that like half second kind of delay and like audio ducking going on, it just, when you're used to being in the same room with people, it sucks to it not does. have. It really does. Especially yeah. when you consider that for us, this is a large part in a game, but it is also a performance. Yeah. And for the four of us, um, oh, I hope that you're still talking to us in 2025. We're, we do consider this as a performance as well. Mm -hmm. Like part of the reason, part of our fun, or at least part of my fun in putting into this is being able to put on a show that I feel that I'm proud of. Um, balancing that with putting on a show that I can only spend a certain amount of time on. Uh, and the lag inherent with adding telecommunication and the tech barrier, uh, makes it so that it's less of an interesting show. It's a lot different if you're just on Zoom or Discord or whatever, and you're talking with people and there's a delay in terms of a game. I'd still find it frustrating, but it's less frustrating than when I'm also like, oh, but we've got people watching. Yeah. And we're recording this for posterity and uploading it to YouTube where it will remain for eternity. Yeah. So there is there is something like that that uh, that I think sort of locks into my mind as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Kung Fu Fenris does have a point that we had discussed. Well, businesses are allowed to operate in person, so if we form an official business within <laughs> Quebec or Canada, we can be in the same space, but uh, we decided that we prioritized, you know, safety and health regulations. <sighs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Terraria for Life mentions... Uh, I understand that completely. I don't see my STing as a performance, but I do find STing an art form and an art form I can actually do. There you go. Uh, STing is uh, design, it's narration, it's storytelling, it is, in, for some people, performance. Uh, it's a lot of things to a lot of different people. And the important thing is that it's fun for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a professional, damn it. <laughs> uh. All right, Kung Fu Fenders has a lot of aggro questions, so I'm just going to start diving Being into it. Like, let's do it. Let's bring it. Uh, so here. Um, <laughs> by the way, that's okay, Kung Fu Fenders. Just trust me. If I don't want to answer a question, I won't. It's all good. Yeah. I feel this might be a silly question. It's just my brain being a silly hyper-focused ADHD. But when did the realm get that much French bread? Crepes and baguettes? In my mind, I had some dissonance due to it being very... Uh, real life occidental slash western food but is it something more along the lines of y'all being raised on this being the food of empires damn that's like analyzing the fuck out of us just being like bread is delicious what's delicious bread yeah i feel like it genuinely didn't cross baguettes. our minds it was just a nap like we were all just like yeah baguettes if if Bye. someone had made a reference to a type of food that i had never had before i'd be like what's that and it would like <laughs> It would ruin the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to find some common cultural ground. Uh, uh, at least I am anyway. I'd be tempted to say I'm using language that everyone can understand or that most of our audience can understand and therefore to help that along. And I think to a certain degree that's true. 
But I also think to a certain degree, I just didn't care. You also made Flavien French. Flavien. Oh, that's true. Right. So there's that accent. too. I mean, she had a French it is. accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in a lot of cases, for something that I don't consider important, I don't. And I totally understand that for some people, that's going to be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I completely yeah. understand. I have to use shorthand. Our sessions do not last that long. And I don't have time to explain every individual thing because it's not just these three who have to understand me. It's everyone else. So. <laughs> you may also notice we never use currency in these games. Because yep. <laughs> I forget I every time. That's it. Like, every goddamn well, How time. much is a bit? Uh, how much is an noble? Like, it's like a whole yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. We just died it up. Yeah. Um, but also, it's the film thing. It's like if you have groceries, there's going to be baguettes sticking out That's of it. So if you're like, she has a loaf of bread. To me, the filmic loaf of bread is a baguette. That's terrible. It's true. like iconic. Baguette. Rather than like, baguette. you know, a ciabatta or a country loaf yep. or a Russian. It's, mm. it's totally legit. Yeah. And also, the, part of the reason why I say that some of your questions are aggro is because I think that there are certain things that you're asking because they're things you wouldn't do, Kung Fu Fenris. And it's totally legit. Some of these things I would not do again. Chris, <laughs> I make mistakes. But it's like a yeah. breadstick. Mm. Kind of like a. Okay. Uh, I like this question. Siantel's <gasps> mom. <laughs> I don't know. Question what this mark? Means. I, I think it's this is like. Some the people woman. believe that Siantel's mother is the Scarlet Empress. Well, we know that's not true. We know that she was oh, do, the woman. Yeah, because we know what the Scarlet Empress looks like. Do we? Do we? Don't we? In this Do universe? we? Like the three of us, I mean? Has, isn't there art about her? Oh, probably. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Art. And people's What do you, what do you mean? Oh, John, uh, <laughs> Kung Fu Fenner's clarified. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Because that was confirmed that Santel's mom was the woman who showed up. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> that's Chrissy. Mm, yeah. Vive is always... Vive. Vive. Uh, it's always... Looks good. Disguise. You know, if anyone can confirm this, it's probably Ellie's bot. So Celtic Knot yeah. says, on the point of baguettes, there are times when you said it sounded an awful lot the pronunciation of a gay slur. Yeah. Uh, oh. So we would obviously never Jesus. use terminology like that. No. Um, and because we're Anglophones in a French place, we just say baguette, but we say it in an Anglophone pronunciation. But that's a fair that's a fair point. Well, I, I wish this had been flagged. We also have a friend who's very fond of saying baguette yeah. in different ways because he had, had a, a dog, dog named baguette. Oh, so, so he had all sorts of nicknames for her and Baggers. some some of it is what we are yeah. copying. Uh, in no we way were we attempting Francis. that. Uh, but uh, we appreciate I mean I appreciate you mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we're not in any way trying to I'm so sorry. You feel free to flag that with us. Yeah, please do. Yeah, please do. Because then we will make the effort to say Uh, Baguette. The dog's name was Baguette because Baguette was a dachshund. Yeah. Yes. And a long stick. Resembled one. Uh, Resembled a Baguette. (laughs) Uh, I absolutely adored Baguette. I loved Baguette. We were, it we, is we, were, we were back and forth. We were, but the thing we were, is, in French, it's Genevieve. Yeah. So that's why we're like, Vive or Vieve. It does they get anglicized to yeah. Genevieve as well, right? Yeah. Like it's a, a uh, wiener dog. Sissa. Wiener dog. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to more aggro kung fu Fenris questions later. Yay. Uh, so let's, let's go for one from uh, Luke. What is love? Wow. Baby, don't hurt me. Uh, no, I mean, Pyrus. 
What? How, where? Where does Pyre? What would Pyre's answer at this time? Right now? Yeah, like if he was asked that at this point in the campaign. It's a str- he. He would say it's a strong, undeniable feeling that you don't want to be far from somebody. That's how he would. That's how he would phrase it. So he doesn't love uh, Brev, uh, Brevin for that yeah. reason because he <laughs> doesn't want to be near him all the time. It, yeah, they're like magnets, that, like repel. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Failed to send the message. Oh, I'll have to send it from uh, another window. That's no, fine. We're not, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, no, it's good. Good question. Love is a battlefield. Um, excuse me. So, Requiem Lost That's asks, nice. "What was your biggest oh shit surprise moment?" Oh, I need to go get my notes. I'm gonna be right back to the notes. Notebook. Yeah, because I'm sure I have an answer. Mm. No, no oh shit moments. Well, plenty. No, I'm there sure, are like, sifting, sifting, yeah, sifting. If you will, sifting. I feel like of brandy. Oh, I just feel like I'm gonna have like something that's written in caps. Spend XP. That's like the biggest. <laughs> it's like this big on my page. That's not no shit moment. I mean, it could be. Same poison. Is. The fact when it was confirmed that it was the same poison used way back in season one on Juin mm. and mm. on Leanne. Siantel. Siantel. Oh, and Leanne. And on Leanne, yeah. So yeah, I have. That was bananas. I can tell by the font size, font size. I know what my biggest oh shit moment was. I'm going to say um, in the third to last episode uh, when. Uh, Zindel was uh, pushed off the rooftop. Yeah, I was really one. shocked. Um, yeah, and not not that I was like, oh, we'll be able to meet this NPC and everything will be fine. It's not that. It was just so incredibly callous and like out of nowhere. It was wild. I, it was exciting. Uh, it was. I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I see what's happening here. Yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, I was gonna say that, but now I will also say that the seven fingers twist was uh, was not so too. Yeah. Uh, my biggest oh shit moment was when right you here. let Leanne die. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the one. I, 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 okay, here I will confirm something for you, mm-hmm. shall I? I I'll, I'll give something. That was the one sidereal that you encountered. Oh, that's, that's actually quite a big something. Yeah. So The only one who you encountered. And I put the symbol out there knowing that there was going to be some meta knowledge in there. Yeah. If not from you, the chat absolutely would flag it and they did. Yeah. And then you let her die. Yeah. I think it was a perfectly legitimate play. I think that was a great, I like it, I was so happy that it happened, but I was like, Oh shit. They're not actually going to try to talk to the fucking sidereal. And part of me wondered whether it was like, they were just like, Oh no, kill it, kill it. <laughs> No. He's going to start playing the music again. I guess to me that wasn't oh shit because it was like the scope of the episode. Mm. And there was a lot of thinking going on quietly in the background of, oh God. I want, like, I, Kate, and even some of Aresta wants to fix this. But where Aresta is right now just feels so betrayed. And so, Mm. like, this is wrong. I have to do the thing that I'm supposed to do. It was like too slow for an oh shit. It was a, it was a great moment mm-hmm. for me uh, and a lot of great moments. Uh, the other oh shit moment that I can have is when uh, I had two PCs 
actually decide to become romantically involved, uh, which is a great moment for me because it happened when I wanted it to. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. It happened. It didn't happen when I didn't want it to. Right. I don't right. like having PCs in relationships at the start of a game. Ah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then it's way too easy to make the anyone else at the table feel like a third or fourth or fifth wheel. Because it actually, hey. even even unintentionally <laughs> so, because then you start turning inwards on the relationship to explore it. That's why I also try to make sure that relationships that I introduce um, don't happen right away. And uh, when they do, I always am conscious of I can spend this amount of time on the relationship before I have to cut away and go back to other things. Um, And players don't have that responsibility necessarily baked on their heads. Now, these do. I got great players. They understand what the fuck's going on. But uh, you didn't hook up until I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. So. Got to get, got to develop them characters before you see where they go. You know, you should see my final pie chart. Excuse me, what's your final chart? Can I see it? Do you have it? Yeah, oh, you actually do. Oh, sorry, I thought it was a euphemism. I mean, it's itty bitty. Oh, <laughs> uh, Luke, I'm going to answer this one quick. So cute. Uh, what are the differences between sidereal and anathema? I thought they were one and the same, so they had met several. Oh so anathema are all exalted who are not dragon blooded. Yeah, that's yeah. like the umbrella. They they are considered to be no. bad things. The thing Europeans, is, dragon blooded, don't know about sidereal for the most part, so they're not considered anathema because they're not known. They just don't know about them. Uh, but when Leanne was brought out, she was in a state of uh, animal, like her anima was uh, leaking out. Uh, the she was iconic, and therefore they were like, "Well, she's exalted, and we don't know what it is, so she's anathema." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, anathema to the Europeans, um, which was, uh, I understand what you was a collective noun. I understand, I understand what, what you were think. going for. <laughs> and then I said it, and I was like, went, um, I'm just going to jump in because I see it in chat and it's not going to take long. Uh, the chest of books was lost at the end of season one uh, after the Battle of House of Bells when they had to get the fuck out of there. No. Books gone. Look, all I'm saying is if Sad. we could bring a table, we could have brought a chest of books. I know that now, okay? <laughs> you just have to be more of an asshole about it. Santa Toasted, you're, you are correct that sometimes they use the help of exigence and liminals. In general, they're all considered anathema. Yeah. yeah. And while some individuals might be like, all right, you're okay. <laughs> we're, we, can't get into, we can't get into every nuance at all times. Correct. Uh, let's go for another aggro question. Yay! Yay! Why was Ijava around? Ijava around? Because that was kind of crazy to have her pop out of the woodwork. Uh, you're in the Imperial City. You got to meet someone cool. Bam. Nice. Boom. I don't, celebrity also, cameo. And the yes. Scarlet Empress was gone. Celebrity cameo. And also because sometimes you want to get that shorthand into your players. And I was like, this is an important person. And because she's in the books, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier for them to very quickly establish, oh, this is an important person because yeah. I didn't have time to establish a really important person that would have had the same impact. So that's why I if picked you it. had brought Vieran back again. I mean, how quickly would we have flipped this table? <laughs> Do you think? Look, you can flip this table. I live here. <laughs> I would not enjoy having to clean up all the glass. Fair. I think Five. it might still do it. <laughs> 0.75 seconds. Eight. We have a shop back. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you too. Uh, for Life asks. Uh, three, I think it's because it's a third question. Uh, Dragon, Solar, Lunar, what is everyone's favorite type of Exalted? Out of those three? 
Yeah, my favorite type of exalted is I tell you. Mom. Uh, oh. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I'm going to go home. Oh. Wait, I'm home. Swish three points. From downtown. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm saying your mom's exalted. That's I like know, a compliment, right? Oh, did you? Sorry, Trevor, I feel like you meant other than dragons. Uh, dragon oh, yeah, I saw that leaders. somewhere. Oh. Yes, it's in Turtle, who must be Terraria for life. Oh, um, that does make sense. Other than the three, base three. Oh, so siderials. Okay, so other than the base. <laughs> I'm going to say siderials. That's yeah. what I was going to say anyway. Exigent, because they can be anything. Whoa. I think abyssals, because they're spooky. Yeah. You want to just live your goth fantasy? Yes. Like, I love it. I often have a lot of trouble. Um, I think part of the reason why I like storytelling is because I have trouble picking. Um, you know, people will ask, like, what's your favorite to play? And I'll be like, I, 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 I do them all. Um, I really like the concept um, of exigence being brought up in third edition because I do think it's neat to be uh, exalted of one very specific or uh, particular god. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think that um uh alchemicals are pretty cool yeah. as well uh the honestly they're all really cool like it's hard for me to pick i'm i admit that i don't have the attachment to infernals that a lot of people have um and i don't have the attachment to uh like infernals never really caught on mm. for me a whole yeah. lot uh it, but also with 10 separate exalted types uh, you can kind of pick which ones you want. Yeah. Yep. Very true. If you want to play your goth fantasy, you just have to play a slua. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, my accuser. Right, sorry, headphone wears. Remember that if there's any other questions that uh, you want to throw in there, you just have to put a Q in front of your post. Are we through them? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm like. I'm just making sure no we got people. Way. Going yeah, new. Um, new the other thing that I would love is that uh, if somebody could do me a favor, uh, Gillard Good put some questions in and Kunku Fenris put some questions in. If someone could just copy and paste them in there for me, that would just help because I then I don't have to do it. Kunku Fenris, do you, do you feel like you want to do that? Could you do that? It would be really appreciated. Uh, yeah, just because I, I could. But I'm, <laughs> I'm dealing with some other shit right now in my life. Uh, so Avatar of Kane asks, John mentioned a mistake or such during the Wednesday Dead Cells stream. And I was slightly curious about this in terms of what was learned for me as a storyteller. I learned something all the time. Like I, I, there are times where people have been like, oh yeah, he's, he's great. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I, I really appreciate hearing that. And it's great. Uh, as some of our community knows, I struggle a whole lot with imposter syndrome, um, which I think is kind of common among everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to a certain extent, yeah. You know. uh, but I, um, but one of the things that I I've very much believe in is I never believe that I there that I'm at a point where I can't learn, so I'm always trying to go back over what I've done and figure out what I would do next. I've already spoken about some of them, uh, like don't port characters. I thought that was a lesson I'd learned. Oops. <laughs> uh, I also realize that um, I have to focus more on what I want sometimes uh this is a lesson that i started learning when we were doing um edge of the empire we were playing star wars reach uh that i realized at a certain point that i wasn't enjoying it as much as i wanted to and i raised the issue 
Um, in this one, it's not that I wasn't enjoying myself. It was that I was realizing that the system was giving me hassles. Um, the players had already expressed displeasure on certain things, like I can't spend XP the way that I want to, uh, and my character doesn't do shit that they do the thing that I want to be able to do. Yeah, uh, and I realized that it's equally valid for me to kind of come up and say, "I there are things that I can't do and I want to do," or "There's things that I don't understand and I don't have the answers for it." Uh, being open about that sort of thing instead of sort of being like, this is my problem and I have to deal with it goes completely counter to every bit of advice that I hand out. <laughs> that is true. So that was something that I had to focus on um, and that I learned in this, in this season nice. was uh, when I have a problem, it's not to me to suffer quietly. Use your word whole. Yep. <sighs> Um, the thing is I didn't want to convert charms Kung Fu Fenders I didn't want to start redesigning the wheel because I was also like I hope that they're going to do it I'll hope that we we were trying to play it as written yeah right and if we made characters fresh we would have chosen things from what was available it was the and I think that's one of the questions that exist is what like something about the conversion Mm -hmm. Um, is that we were trying to port characters that had us like, you know, 20 charms down to characters that had 10 charms. For me, one thing was that I had all of these. Um, uh, I don't even remember what the ability was called. Resistance. Resistance charms that was like never eat, never sleep. You can hold your breath forever. And none of these exist in essence. And it was like, well, that clears up, you know, the fact that I'm going from 20 charms to 10. But it also means that like, that was kind of a defining characteristic of Arastas, that she'd stay up all night. She didn't need to stop for food. She was like a fucking rock. And, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I found that a lot of, like, if you look at the dragon-blooded charms, they are, oh, well, you are in tune with the elements broadly. So this charm is wind, and this charm is earth, and whatever. Whereas we were playing three individual aspects. So I didn't want to take anything that was fire or wind mm. or water. I wanted the earth charms. Um, so those were struggles that we had and I had in the conversion. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a, um, despite the fact that I think, from my understanding, Terrestrial Exalted are described, especially in the EX3 core, as being like, you know, yes, they have a specific element with which they're associated, but like, you know, they are all masters of the five elements. Like that's kind of their jam. Yeah. And yet I found myself loath to take like, there were so many close combat charms that were like, you whip people with water, you drown people with your grasp, stuff like that. I was like, I wouldn't take those. Yeah. That's weird. It's, it's, it's not weird. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate. I feel like I closed myself off to certain opportunities. Uh, Erivana asks, I missed many episodes and I don't recall what happened to Arrestus' oh, chest yes. of so I threw this out in, when I saw it in chat, but uh, at the end of season one, um, at the Battle of Bells, uh, she was busy like getting all the students to leave the battleground and burying a lot of dead bodies and leaving into the sunset with her hearth to not like get caught by the theoretical second wave of the army. Yep. So her books were forfeit. Her mm-hmm. father forgived her. Yeah, because he's a good guy. I mean, then again, when they went back and they had a fucking table, maybe she did pick up her creative books if it hadn't been pillaged. 
Maybe she's eating them for breakfast right now. Morales just like, uh, actually, that's how I spent a lot of my free time. <laughs> it's really erotic fiction. Yeah. <laughs> it's really oh. erotica section. Let's go for another aggro question. All right. It never really seemed like we were playing a magical school type of story, as from the start, it was a lot more about a great conspiracy. What prompted me to take that angle on the story? John? Uh, when I realized that playing out classes would be boring is kind of what it came down to. Uh, I, had a, I had plans at the start where I would ask people to record the last two minutes of a lecture and send them in so that like people could participate and be teachers and all that. And then I realized a few things. Uh, I realized curating that would be difficult, that I was asking people to, like people who'd be interested to write those, the ends of lectures would be interesting. But then I realized that if they brought up anything that I didn't want to deal with, too bad like because then student like the players might be like oh you were referring to this battle let's learn more about that battle and i might be like i don't care about this battle and now i have to oops um and the the idea behind um day-to-day school life meant that we like there was there was an element where i was like but where's the story Hmm. um where is this interesting because they're also walking, talking gods. And that's my failure, I think, in the end, that I didn't see where it was going. Like, based on the characters that I was given, I was like, okay, none of the characters presented were like, I want to find out what it's like to kiss a boy. It was more like, I am the scion of a house and I have to struggle with what my destiny is. Or... I want to gradually ac- accumulate an army full of the sworn enemies of the empire so I can fucking take on death lords. I mean, I was given character <laughs> concepts that were larger than a school day. And that's, I, I think that that was on me to sort of interpret it that way and be like, maybe I got to give them more than just this. I don't know. Were you disappointed that wasn't how the game ended up? Well, it's funny, be- like just for speaking for myself, I challenged myself to come up with a huge character goal because that's usually what I think we try to find together as a gaming group and what I think you like to encourage as an ST. So I went in with a certain amount of expectations mm-hmm. on that side, but I know there's a completely separate campaign that we could have run that was much oh, yeah. lighter, much magical school, much romance, teehee. Smaller and space. Yeah. Um, and so maybe if we want to say you know, a lesson from this, it would be like really honing in on what we wanted the tone of the game to be, but I don't feel disappointed by what we did at all. Personally. It it would have not felt like exalted. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. You know, like you have all these sweet charms, but like you're not going to, I mean, sorry, I'm going to use them to impress a boy. Yeah. For sure. But like, you're not going to use all of them to impress a boy to go to the dance with you, right? Like, well, now I really want to just kiss some boys. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Scott, get over here. Yay. I guess it's just that we did talk like, okay, well, this pandemic sucks. Life sucks. Like, we want something a bit more lighthearted where Mm. it isn't like the end of the world. So let's have like a stupid high school romance. Uh, And then it turned into, okay, well, everything's going wrong. And it was a ton of fun. Mm. I definitely think that I probably would have chosen a slightly different starting point for a character if I knew we were going into our usual, what we clearly <laughs> enjoy engaging in, 
shit's happening, like shit's gonna hit the. We're f- on the run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The leaving behind the world we know. Yeah, yeah the, the idea of, but we we also learned a few things mm-hmm. um, that we know we kind of work well with. Yeah. Uh, that's actually one of the big lessons I think that we that kind of crystallized because we ended up talking um, afterwards about when we were kind of coming up towards the end of the season and I was starting to look ahead. Uh, I'm generally the one out of our group, if this is fair to say, that thinks about what's happening next. When should we end or when should we go forward or should we continue? Uh, my mind is there before them. I'm not saying that I'm more likely to, just that I think about it sooner. Um, and I started asking questions. And one of the things that we realized is we really like the idea of having a home, a home base mm. that lets us interact with a regular cast of characters instead of, well, we're in a new place now, so we got to meet new people and let's go to another new place and we'll need more new people. And we uh, we don't have a place to rest, relax and kiss boys. So in a way, we realize that that is something that we like it. Just that by the time that that got into my head, we had already blown up the school. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> True, right? So, yeah. yeah. So there's there's a certain amount of that. And that's something that we are going to recognize. Now, for one shots or short campaigns, it matters less. But for long campaigns that we're looking at, uh, it is something that I think we're going to be looking forward to. Like for Neo Rokugan, the plan is absolutely that there will be a home base 127.0.0.1 uh oh the emerald thank you he he leaves just he's just like bye (laughs) happy birthday from the shouted damn it from the other room sorry shouting into podcast ears but it is something that we've we've thought about um, and it is something that I realize uh, as much as I would love to to do that, it is probably better served by another system in another setting Yeah, in a way. Because like you said, it, if it doesn't feel like Exalted, why are we playing Exalted? Like Changeling was really well suited f- for like our specific, you know, yeah. setting and everything that have yeah. that home base. And it really was a home base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in a way, that's part of the reason why I'm hoping at some point we might get a chance to play Werewolf, because they also have built-in home bases. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that a magical school type would actually be served better by Changeling. Yeah, um, yeah. Monster Hearts, possibly. I mean, the other thing is that we do need a certain amount of crunch in our lives. I will. just, yeah, we played for so many sessions. We really did. It's a good time. Uh, Celtic Knots asked... One of the things I find hardest with the X3 is coming with, up with themes for evocations on artifacts. Did you work out your evocations ahead of the game? How did you come up with the themes of your artifacts? Bye, Kate. I mean, it's evocations ahead of the game. Hey. It's not evocations. Oh, <laughs> shit. That was from Kate. Uh, I mean... I I, happy birthdays. Yes, I did see that. Thank you, the Emerald. I appreciate it. Uh, a little little hand waves there. Uh, I think we, if I'm not mistaken, we did discuss sort of like we had private conversations about like you have an artifact. What kind of things do you want your artifact to do? Because the evocations are themed along a line, right? Right. Um. So we we certainly had discussions around what feels right for your character in terms of what kinds of things they would do, and then John, being a being a wizard, uh, is able to like translate those into mechanics. 
more often than not. I think you gave me two choices. You were like, oh, you know, in battle, would you rather this or this? And then I chose and you were like, okay, then I pitch this evocation. Yeah. Um, they were pitched. So that was cool. I, I didn't unilaterally decide and then just hand them to the no, players. No. Uh, but to me, what was interesting is what do you like? What kind of a feeling do you want to get from the weapons? What is it? That, why do you want this weapon? What does it mean to you? Mm. Those sorts of things. Um, for Scott, it was questions about like, well, you know, I, my character is a very passionate person, uh, very much an emotional fighter, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And for uh, and for you, Elizabeth, it was I, I'm a strategist. I I want to be not necessarily the commander, but the one who suggests the correct courses of action. Yeah. And that's how we kind of moved into it. Uh, the reality is that it, uh, game design is my job, so I think <laughs> about it a lot. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's that. But uh, the thing is, when I do it for this, then I get to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I get to do what I want. Fair. fair. So that's fair. Uh, we never got around to giving an artifact to Aresta. Um, one was presented to her towards the end because there was a question of, hey, so it's hard for me to do damage because artifacts are almost a requirement at this level of play. And I think that that's because, yeah, that's exactly how the play is meant to... By Luke, uh, I think that's how it's meant to do. You know, like the once you get to a certain level, if you don't have an artifact, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, but the the thing is that uh, we just both kind of agreed we didn't want to just give you an artifact especially when we did the port and it turned out that uh all the merits <laughs> just didn't fit for Aresta um and that was an issue but uh if we had come up with an artifact for Aresta uh I would have been curious to see maybe um uh Bone of Stones artifact would have been interesting for you Ooh. at some point that was me testing the waters a little bit with another Earth aspect, uh, who was definitely somebody who, yeah. It it, it a cool did it compel the truth or did it just force you to feel intimidated? I'm trying to remember what it did exactly now. I seem to recall it compelling truth. Yes, something like that. Anyway. No lying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It, no basi- it basically gave somebody the option of if you lied, it was just going to cause you, Would you like to physical pain. You should have just punched Bone of Stone and stole his stuff. Requiem Lost asks, who was your favorite NPC and why is it Quick <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, like, you know, it's a distinct character. Uh, humor. And wisdom all rolled into one, and man likes steak. You know, I can't um, can't get away from it. You want a serious question? I'm just man who currently currently does not eat any diet. (laughs) True. Hmm. Favorite NPCs. Do you have any favorite ones to play? I really liked playing single edge more than I thought I would. Oh shit! But well, you know that fell by the wayside. Rip. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna go look for her. I was looking forward to playing Leanne. Oh. 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 <sighs> nah, that's disappointing. Um. <laughs> honestly, I for me it's always difficult to pick favorite NPCs yeah. because I I don't think of them that way. Mm. Um. Uh. There were NPCs that surprised me. 
that I thought were like, oh, wow, you're way more interesting than I thought you would be. Uh, but I don't really I, don't, I have uh, I have a lot of difficulty picking a favorite favorite splat favorite NPC, all of that sort of thing. So who were the ones that were more interesting than you thought they were going to be? Do you have any to give us? Uh, so all I can give you one uh, example right away. Uh, I actually was more interested. I was really interested in Kitty. Um, having Pyres' mother show up, I knew that that was going to be a moment for Pyres because, uh, you know, like a, a lot of the pressure, most of the pressure came from his family. Yeah. And what was interesting to me was that Kitty ended up being an ally, but definitely not being an ally that you would fully engage with. Mm-hmm. And it was clear that there was a difference between the father who loved his daughter and the mother who used her son. Mm-hmm. Still proud of him. Still love in a certain way. But like, I actually was really happy that it felt like that's the reaction that I got from the three of you. That there was like, oh, Kitty, okay, she could be useful. We can use her. But then Arrest's dad, everyone was like, hey. Oh, he met them back to back, too, if yes, I recall correctly. It was right? awesome having them in the same place. Very. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was really Just cool. To compare and contrast. Ding. I tend to agree. Uh, Kitty was, was maybe not, it, maybe what I expected, certainly, but like, just, yeah, a lot more fun to interact in that universe than I was expecting. Sorry for life. Is there any positive to Essence you've not seen people talking about? Just wanting to bring on a little positivity about the system. Yeah, so we talked a little bit about stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that I haven't seen a lot of people talking about essence so i may repeat (laughs) there um the the fact that you don't need to be a combatant to be effective in battle uh is really exciting the fact that you can rally troops you can inspire your allies you can do all sorts of things um to help them build power um you don't have to necessarily be attacking every turn which is i think really exciting um and i also think if you're not familiar with uh, with EX3 already and, and you're not having to unlearn things, this is a pretty easy system to learn. Yeah. Um, it, it makes sense. A lot of it like mm-hmm. flows really well. Um, and just because it didn't necessarily click for us at this current stage does not mean that it's not a good system in a lot of ways too. I like the pre-listed costs for things like social influence and gambits. Um, that it was always useful to have these like little tables that i had made for myself but still to be able to be like (laughs) so i struggled with the three successes and then the threshold that was a struggle but the idea of okay well i got this many extra successes so i can you know persuade someone to do something annoying because i have four threshold successes or oh well i can weaken an intimacy because i have three or oh well i can do a a knockback with only two extra power because i'm an earth aspect and i have a thing that lets me do that it really allowed me to know exactly what i can do with my successes rather than like whoa 10 successes that's cool uh, you punch really hard. Muh. Like, yes. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. And, like, especially with social influence, you can actually spend it on lots of things. Good thing there's a bunch of tables in here. Yeah. Um, the shared XP also. I yeah, just remembered. Cool. I, yes. I like that a lot. Yes. 
Um, I think that there's still a lot of work to be done on what the different types of milestones and stuff can be used for. Yeah. Um, Because I think at a certain point we were accumulating a lot of certain types of milestones, but kind of ran out of things to spend them on. Um, But the idea that it was shared uh, was really cool. Mm -hmm. Point by XP systems from now on, I will say I'm absolutely keeping that. Yeah. Uh, I really like the idea that you're earning XP for the table and not for yourself. Uh, it still lets players have a moment where they can feel like, oh, I did something good. I did something well, mm-hmm. but everyone gets to benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's part of the reason why I don't do noms anymore, why, why yeah. we don't do play of the game and have it be an experience thing. Even though I did calculate it and our players basically had a very equal distribution, the problem was that it was streaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott would win it like four times in a yeah, row. And remember... That's a month yeah. where you don't get any recognition and Scott gets all the recognition. And then if I got a month of a streak and then it would be two months since Liz got like a bonus XP and like, <laughs> we also, we also realized that uh, because we left it up to player vote yeah. or audience vote, um, the issue is that sometimes the audience would vote for the clever wording as opposed to the actual event, um, which is nothing against like, we never told people how to vote, but like that was, uh, in the end, I I grew dissatisfied with it, uh, and then when we came along to this, I was like, "Yep, yeah, hey, the error aspect took an action that furthered her goals, so she's acting like an error aspect." Thumbs up, everyone gets to benefit from it. Yeah, and it didn't feel like, even though once again, it kind of averaged out that everybody earned what they were supposed to earn. Everybody always got to be happy mm-hmm. that that happened mm-hmm. instead of it being like, "Oh." Well, thanks. That's that's great. And it made us more attuned to um, what each other were doing because we could nominate each other for things and and bring different elements of play to your attention. Yes. uh, For your consideration. My consideration. Exactly. Uh, The Academy doesn't send screeners out anymore. So Uh, (laughs) the the thing that I'm going to point out is uh, this is a problem when coming from Exalted Third Edition. It's actually a problem coming from any version of Exalted but it's something that I think Essence does really well, and it's flattening the power curve and letting people play the Exalted they want. Uh, I, we didn't use it this time around, even though the players had the option to. They elected to keep their characters and move forward, which, again, we've talked about how that was good, but also not good. Um, but I like the idea that if Scott wanted to play a Sidereal and if Liz wanted to play a uh, Lunar and Kate wanted to play an Exigent, we could do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good because if you go into third edition and you try to do that you'll run into issues because some characters are absolutely going to be more powerful than others and that's by design yeah that's how the universe works yeah but it it also to me was nice because that meant that i had more options in terms of like yep you're facing off against a dragon blooded there were very specific things that i could do in the system to make one character a badass against three which is very hard to do in other versions of the system because this one person comes up, all three of you start attacking, the overwhelm yeah, starts stacking, yeah. and but like sometimes you want to have that one big boss instead of dealing with like you know twenty different combatants, which is another thing for streaming. The more combatants in a combat, the longer it's going to take. Yeah. But I still wanted there to be challenge. And what Terry mentioned is what I was going to say is that um, I think that might be that you want to bring forward into other systems obviously thinking 
taking a moment to think about how that works based on game design and balance. Yeah. Yeah. But the ability to have an interrupt action because if it's just the three of us against one big bad, it might be okay. But if it's the three of us plus all the NPCs that we keep collecting because we love collecting NPCs, love good then if it's five or ten or oh. I don't even know where my mic pack is, honestly. Honestly. You wearing it? Yeah, it's just buried in my pocket because I have real pockets. Um, I don't understand what this is. Um, that's a context that I feel like that might be worth bringing forward. I know, I'm freaked out because I can put my whole hand into my real, pocket. Real pockets, real so I can pick this. Dobby is a free elf! <laughs> like, look, it's my whole Look, my whole hand is in a pocket. Oh my pocket. God. Um, Unusual. But yeah, I think that might be something worth stealing and bringing mm. to other systems is the interrupt feature. All right, well, here's a... Here's an interesting question from Gilded Good. Uh, do you think you'll come back to the characters in the future, or do you feel like the story of the hearth of the One True Bell has reached a good ending? Those are both. Those are both true. Can I say both? They do. They do. I think. I think it's reached a good ending. Yeah. I also would be very curious to see what that next big step in their lives looks like. Right, attempting to create some sort of attempting to bring great houses together, attempting to take down some sort of outside threat. Political marriages, anyone? Yeah. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding about that last one, but uh, it, well, maybe not actually. Mm. John would have to play all of our spouses. I think he's up to. I already did. And all of our lovers. <laughs> Done. Done. No problem. Oh boy. Well, I think so good. <laughs> by doing Disconcordia, we've each been able to bring back our PCs from Changeling, and I think that it would be fun to go back to these characters. And I know that one of the things that we offered, even going into the second season, was to zoom out on the map and zoom into a different group of Exalted. And so, if we come back to this timeline. I don't know whether I would choose necessarily to go back to Arresta, mm. especially with the versioning situation that I had converting her. Um, and then with whatever the final draft of Essence becomes, I don't know whether I would even further fuck her up. Mm. Um, but to know what she is doing in the parallel timeline, I would love to be aware of that. Mm. But I don't. At the moment, until we see what final draft of Exalted Essence is, until we see what we want to do when we come back, I don't know whether I would choose to play her fully as a PC again. I mean, Liz has already said, if we come back to this, she's going to play Gale and we're going to play to Anathema. Like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, we're going to be her pets. You're like, in my army. <laughs> Can we be dating again? Aww, I don't see why not. Oh, oh damn. Can I be dating Liz? No. Aww. Oh no! When you start very specifically, if you're starting a new character, I don't want you involved with another. Can I eventually date? Can I speed both run? Of you? Can't stop you doing that. You can speed run marriage. Love percent. trying. Yes. Speed run. Uh, so the the if I had to answer this question right now, mm -hmm. my answer would be I'd encourage all three players to play new characters, but occasionally would allow their existing PCs in as cameos, not statted. Not like in a situation where they would end up having to to roll a lot of dice, but that they'd still be able to uh, continue their story uh, in another fashion. I like where it ended. I like the fact that it's um, that there was a conclusion reached, but not an ending. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason why is because a it gives us a little more leeway that we can kind of be like, okay, well, what do we want to do next time? But also that if it ends, uh, that there's still some excitement. 
you kind of want to still have a little excitement about what's going to what's going to go on, what's going to happen. Mm. Sometimes when something is over and over and over, uh, it's closed and then you put it away and you don't think about it again. But if you're curious about what else could happen, there's some there's some interest in there. Mm-hmm. In my experience, honey. I mean, or you have Return of the King where you have 12 endings. In right. Well, one ending is good. So 12 endings must be. Oh, the one where everyone's in bed together. Uh, yeah. Cuddles. Why was it so uh, No. <laughs> we'll ask this oh. for, for, for this, but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to answer it. Uh, willing to explain what neck harm is in more details. I feel like a lot of exalted experts understood something I was not about her character. Uh, I'll confirm something if that makes sense. Uh, but uh, Neckar was a, a Gatimian, which basically means that uh, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna be extremely opaque with this, and people will probably yell at me for the answer. It's uh, <laughs> a possibility that didn't occur mm-hmm. and is now getting the chance to occur. So. In this particular thing, remember, I created this before we got the manuscript. That's right. Um, and before mm-hmm. anything was really fleshed out about them. The idea is that if Bracken was the, her- was the hero of games, the idea is uh, what would have happened if the hero of games was allowed to break the rules? And in that concept, that idea exalts another person mm-hmm. yeah. who is... From essentially another timeline, yeah, put into this one, uh, pretty sweet. Which is a really interesting idea, but it wasn't very fleshed out at the time. I, 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 it, I mean, she was absolutely infuriating. I met <laughs> uh, in terms of the analogy of infuriating. like infuriating to people who were playing the same game but opposing each other, right? Sort of like mirror, like a reflective game, the the mirrors, right? Like, like there were a lot of different analogies that kind of played into it, which I thought it was very nice. Yeah. Worked well. Yeah. 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 Oh, they're done. (laughs) Uh, Let's see what other questions we have here. Uh, How early did I decide to destroy the school? Uh... Honestly, probably episode 19. Yeah. It was when it happened. Uh, I was willing to find out what players were going to do up until a certain point. And then I sort of realized, uh, oh, uh, okay. Well, honestly, I think it's time for us to, to move on because the school had become such a, such a, like a weird place for the mm-hmm. characters. I was like, I'm not sure that I can maintain this and I need to give them an excuse to leave. Uh, but I still didn't decide to destroy the school until I found out what happened. Uh, it could have been if it, it's very possible that uh, Arresta might have been like, instead of organizing resistance, we're going to surrender. In which yeah. case, maybe they wouldn't have destroyed the school. Yeah. Or run or hide yeah. or I don't know, right? Like, yeah, I mean, all sorts of stuff. I think it would have depended on what read I got in the moment. And that might have depended on like my first roll of the session, oh, right? Damn, if I true. failed and it was like, we're all going to fucking die, maybe I would have run. <laughs> Right? Yeah. 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 I would have been like, I will take the bullets, you all run, and uh, I will just injure. Oh, the amazing arrest moments. But it would, like, she wouldn't even move much. She'd just be like, 
time. Earth aspect. <laughs> Ow. Ow. These bullets are impacting me, but I don't move. Then she just slowly sinks down. Yeah, like one ground. single drop of sweat <laughs> falling, and everyone's like, <gasps> There's like blood pouring out of her, but she's like standing strong. Anyway. Yeah. Alternate universe. Mm. Yeah, a variant empowered by an exaltation that was never meant to be either. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that also, for a huge moment like that, sometimes you want to put a huge tilt on the game, uh, but you also want to suss out your players a little bit and be like, are you going to be okay with this? Mm-hmm. So I marched up an army to the House of Bells, and if the players immediately started acting like, there's no way that we could possibly let this place fall, I don't want to leave here, like, and, and it was, became clear that that would be upsetting, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. What, you like pay attention to what we want? What? Only if we use our word holes. Right, hey, babe. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Ellie Spot's question is now out. Why was the investigation system never used in Exaltage Academy Season 1? Uh, we're not really, like, that was a long time ago. Um, a long time ago. Uh, some of it is also, um, I don't like solving everything just by being like, yep, you rolled the dice and here's the answer. Mm. I mean, I honestly don't remember the system. So. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I mean, we had Detective Jorick. Yep. And we had, had like, Gil was like our detective of the thing. So it was never my problem to know about. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. I had, so, I had friends. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's honestly just... Um, to to me, some of these systems exist because you have players who are like, I want my character to be good at solving mysteries. Yeah. But I don't want to solve the mysteries. And I don't get the impression from my players that they would rather just have the solutions handed to them. Roll dice, win game. Because like, hey, that's how we do combat. I yeah. don't insist yeah. that, yeah. you know, I don't insist that Liz stands up and it's like, face me. Oh. Like, you know, it's, it's been not, a long time since I've punched something. It's Well, <laughs> it's not a LARP. Uh, and in a lot of ways, uh, we make abstractions where we can. I volunteer as uh, <laughs> In your own words, why is Flivian too good for all of you? Wow. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where all the where the love for Flivian like came from in the first place. Gil. Sure, but like, but like, why? I'm, the the, I'm curious. Love. Uh, we all love carbs, not like her. <laughs> Good point. Not like that. That's correct. Uh, why is Flivian too good for all of us? She's uh, this. This is gonna sound insulting, but let me let me drive forward with my point. She's simple. What I mean by that, just to be clear, is like I feel like she's got a lot of baggage, a lot of backstory, and it doesn't bother her. She's able to just <laughs> move forward with like down to earth things. She loves her friends. She loves her food, and she loves fucking. Okay? Like <laughs> it's a good life. That's why we like Olivia around here. Uh, that, how's that? Fair? Yeah. Um, she killed a bully so that it instantly put Ooh. her in Arresta's excellent book. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> the fuckable category. Yeah, correct. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know. Like, John, good job. She was like, Often a breath of fresh air in a difficult situation, yeah. but never in a, I'm just making a joke. I'm a useless Whoa. character. Yeah, right? Like, it was never that. <laughs> it was always like, yeah, but whatever. I'm just over here, like, chomping on some food. Um, and so there was, like, there was levity 
and relatableness in like very large quotation marks mm-hmm. but like you know when someone i'm writing this character to be relatable but it wasn't ham-fisted coming from you but it was still that that quality that made her easily likable um and she was also like a freak in the sheets so you know i'll just sneak that in there at the end we like that sort of thing on this channel we do the weird stuff do you still have some of the option diagrams i do i have none yes i do um (laughs) what about you kate uh liz not not kate kate just spoke i i answered for honestly i think i think a lot of what they just said um i forgot so good so just unapologetically herself why are they this Uh, way Flivian and Ciantel both had backstories with a certain amount of happiness and a certain amount of trauma. Yes. And one thing that I am very intent on is the idea that if a character is only defined by their trauma, they're not very interesting. Mm. Um, Ciantel's trauma became more front and center because it got involved with the rest of the plot of of the House of Bells and all that. And I was like, okay, we can use this. And you also chose to continue to trust her where it would have. I Sometimes your players surprise you and they're like, yep, I'll fucking kill her because she's a Celsius. Nope. Snap. Walk away. Fair, and right? That would have been fair game. It absolutely would have been fair game. The thing is, we already had Ciantel. Flivian's backstory, as much as she is. And I know that uh, Koki Fenris asked uh, essentially a lost egg. Somebody who was not born into privilege, not born on the Blessed Isle. Uh, but was brought back and forcibly, you know, for lack of a better term, she was forcibly educated to become a proper member of society. Um, that wasn't necessary, you know, like, mm-hmm. but there were hints, right? The fact that she was like, if I have access to food, I'll eat it. Yeah. Uh, she had as an intimacy specifically, like, I will never turn down a meal because she didn't always live with the idea that she'd know where her next one was coming from. Um, mm-hmm. The, uh, the idea of, of all of that touching, but like, I don't think the game would have been more interesting if I was like, all right, well then here's Flivian's sad story until <laughs> we were needing it and we never needed it. So I preferred to play her as somebody with depth, uh, but yet still with levity because she enjoys rising bread. can i just say john sorry i've never considered something like that or at least not in the in recent months or years the the concept of like a character having depth because something that has depth you can't see to the bottom of it that's like kind of something that is unless it's a completely translucent liquid but like or transparent rather there so you you are a, a professional performer you are an actor and every actor has different ways to prepare their characters, mm-hmm. right? And some actors don't need that. They're, they're all about physicality and they're about like, okay, well, I have to look sad. Well, I'm going to use an inner object to look sad. Yeah. And for some performers, they like really go deep into like, oh, well, my character, this is how they were when they were four years old and this is what they were like in high school and this is what they were like, you know, in 50 years in the future from now, all that stuff. The idea for me in this particular case is... Uh, I would prefer to make a decision about a character and have it inform this character's actions without knowing that it's possible that no one will ever know. Mm-hmm. But subconsciously people catch on yeah. or consciously people catch on 
and then they feel clever when they catch on. And if there's something that I love doing as a storyteller, I want to make my players feel clever. I want them to feel clever that they figured something out. And sometimes I want to give them the tools so that they can be so clever that I couldn't even anticipate it. Or they'll come to a conclusion that I never thought of. And I'm like, great, we're fucking doing that. That's a fantastic <laughs> idea, right? Like if, if all of nice. you decided at one point, like, oh, yeah, Flivienne, clearly she's from the north. I would be like, sure, why not? And then you would feel clever because you were right. And the trick is for me to not make it obvious that I'm always going along with her. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I do make the decision and sometimes right. I don't. Makes sense. But yeah. Depth is depth isn't always taken. And also sometimes I'll establish a character and then I'll add depth because yeah. the character becomes more important because you decided to. <laughs> like when Flivian first showed up, I I didn't know everything about Flivian when you first faced off against her. Oh, of course not. It was only after the fact when yeah. you were like, I like her. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I choose you. Right early on in season one, it was like, oh, let's go and get, uh, let's go and collect a couple more NPCs for this hearth. And it, all of a sudden it was like, oh, I guess we have access to all of the NPCs we've met so far. Uh, yeah. But this is also part of the reason why I think that Academy succeeded where Reach failed. <sighs> you reached out and were like, I want, I want friends. Yeah. Friends to like stay with us and, and we can get to know them better. Yeah. I think you just all really like doing that. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Ellie Spot asks, can you say anything about what Leanne would have been able to tell the hearth if she had survived or what her goals would have been? Can we? Sure, I'll confirm this. I will confirm this because I think that this is something that won't uh, necessarily come up. Uh, Leanne was a bronze faction who was learning to question her uh, her attachment to that specific ideal damn uh, i don't know which way she would have fallen it would have been up to how you interacted with her mm -hmm. uh, instead you interacted with her with a bladed edge and it went through her neck that's that is correct and i do you know what storytelling wise i don't regret it at all <laughs> i don't i don't no i think, it I think it went, went really I think well it, yeah it's great it but, interesting story. but that's she disappointing her her original position was actually to assist um Vieren. She was there to as a. Uh, she was not aware of a Celsi. She was aware of Vieren, mm. um, and was attempting to expose the anathema who she suspected were in the thing. And then she had uh, become friendly with Juin because she suspected, right? And then was yeah. correct, mm -hmm. but then realized that there was more to it than that. But it, yeah, as Scott said, he's not sorry, and I'm not either, because it was a moment where I feel like PCs often try to be the heroes and try to save the day, and it was a moment where we decidedly were like, based on the circumstances that our characters understand, even if we as players know that if we tried, John would let us succeed somehow, like our characters and their situations chose to not... Mm -hmm. It was decidedly a moment. It wasn't like heroes, folks, where we were calling ourselves heroes. It was the opposite, where mm -hmm. we knew we weren't being heroes. Right. It was literally a it's her or us moment, yeah. and we chose us, yeah. um, which was pretty pretty brutal because there was no way in, in our view of saving her and also keeping our cover. Mm -hmm. And so we prioritized us. Which was an amazing moment for yeah. me because sometimes you run into heroitis where players assume they can always win 
of course because they're supposed to be the heroes yeah and sometimes it really sucks because you're like well but i want bad things to happen but this was a situation which i loved because i put it in your hands and you went with it because it also equally sucks if i'm like oh leanne yeah she's dead there was no way for you to help yeah oh (laughs) you know sometimes that's okay like you can people can die off camera occasionally but it's it's often more interesting if players felt like they at least had some power in it uh garavel died because i presented you with with garavel and then you elected not to save him i was like okay well neckarb's leaving and you were like yeah she can go and i'm like oh well rip but Leanne was, I think, a special moment because it was in your hands and you made a really tough decision, but it ended up being a cool moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, very I'm much. Gonna, so, I'll, yeah. I'll take that nine times out of ten. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten times out of ten, it leads to fucking. Wait. What? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Who? Hi. Um. Doo-doo-doo. So Ellie Spot points out here uh the thing with the letters in season one what was the deal with leanne sneaking off into the woods and having the fangs who were battling changed uh still attempting to uh get into vieran's good graces sorry uh, everyone because the um realizing that also that there were allies that she potentially had and being like i need to put the focus on these three mm. Uh, was that and simultaneously trying to make it look like she was helping Juin as well womp womp Um, womp womp Garavel is a villain why and how did that decision come about Uh, because I gotta keep people on their toes sometimes (laughs) honestly Uh, Garavel Look, sometimes you introduce a character who's likable and you want them to stay likable, and that's great. And sometimes you introduce a character that's likable, and if you make them a bad person, then the players feel cheated. And they're like, well, what the fuck? Like, did you just arbitrarily decide this? And that's no good. Uh, Garavel was enough of an ally that I knew it would hurt, and not enough of an ally that I knew that it would be unforgivable. Uh, I think it would have been... Like, if Flivien somehow was like... I was Vieran all along. <laughs> like, oh, like fuck. I think that that would have just been horrible. I'd like to carve out my insides, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's going to be finesse, close autopsy. Oh, I think I think Rubermensch. You could argue that he he was an antagonist because yeah. by allying himself with the Celsi, he was against the House of Bells, and if yeah. he was against the House of Bells, he was against all the students there. Yeah, yeah. even though he. Put our little dinosaur bandages on our little boo-boos. Oh. Not enough. Why was Nick Harbin antagonist in season two? She seemed a bit out of place. Uh, quite honestly, she was there to advance morale and the players. Plot, not... plot, plot. She plot. was there in the service of plot. Uh, that wasn't her story, but her story ended because the players decided it was time for it to end. That's all. Some things, some things don't work out, and that's okay. I have a lot of things going. I have put a lot of balls in the air. And it's up to the players to decide which ones tumble and which ones they catch. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Keep those uh, balls in the air. Hot. <laughs> Wait. Uh, did Seantel actually have crafts? 
Uh, you did spell it right, by the way. <laughs> and it toasted. Headcrafts. And uh, yes, Seantel Headcrafts. Yay. That's right. Early on ish, mid season one, right? There was the battle, and she was like, I'll be back. And then she like made, she a, made flag a flag and cool. ran out. I was like, oh my God, Crafts. I drafted her for a reason. I mean, what? What? Because she's a wood ass bitch. If someone, if somehow via Exalted Magic, the hearth had to become a different aspect and pick as they were at the end of season two, what aspect would the trio switch to? Water. Wood. Aresta was what she was. I literally, (laughs) going into making Aresta, I was like, okay, I know what type of character I want to make. Oh, she's definitely Earth. No, that's too obvious. No, she's Earth. No, it's okay. Be. Well, you know, Kathak is like the first fucking house. She's gonna be one of the other ones. No, she's Kathak. No, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, no, that's I like what the she idea is. of like a hand reaching out from the book and just shaking you a few times. It's like this that's, is the character. Exactly, that's for exactly you. what I was going. Arresta. <laughs> <laughs> You just try to get away. You're like, no, this is the concept. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. So good. Sometimes it just speaks to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Season three, sorry, season two moved oh, at a much oh. faster pace than season one. Do you feel like this was led by your choices of where the story should head, the system or something else or a combination? I believe, because we had a conversation between the two seasons about the idea of traveling about going to various places because there was more travel it feels like there it feels like it it does move faster but it also feels like it moves faster because there's an episode of we're traveling so we're going to accomplish a bunch of interpersonal relationships and then it's like we're here we're gonna do a bunch of plot related stuff all at once you know it didn't always you know come out that way but and then we'd fast travel, so it really did feel right. like things were moving quickly. <clears throat> yeah. Because it would be, yeah, one travel episode, but then we'd arrive. Um, as opposed to, like, when we were at the school, there would be, like, a few days before the next event and that kind of stuff. Or at least, like, a whole session where we were getting ready for the event or getting yeah. over the event. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas this was more, there's shit we need to get done. Okay, we finished the last shit we and there's go new there, shit to do. Do that, yeah. 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 Uh, I think that it's no secret by now that oftentimes when I run games, I don't like being like six months later. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't really do that that much. Um, and in, in terms of Exalted, the for Exalted Nexus, yeah. there was like, so like a couple of months passed and you went from Essence 1 to Essence 5. What the fuck? And I'm just like, I don't care. I really just don't. Yeah, yeah right. We, had a, we did have stakes. a time skip because we, we went from Nexus to... Kiroskiro. yeah. And then back. But it's that was far. only a time skip because it was like, Bunch the book right. says it takes this long it's to cheap. get there. Yeah, Otherwise, like, it was literally like, okay, you get there. Next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just not a, a, a... I don't like those kinds of games personally because a lot of what I get out of games are um, conversations and social bonds. And I find it's really tough to be like, okay, so, uh, all right, Kyoko and Brahm are batting their eyelashes at each other four years later half rock half bunny babies oh wait (laughs) like what happened oh brahm is having more kids Hmm? is kyoko currently canonically pregnant oh well this is a question to be answered on another stream another time you'd like to know (laughs) um so then yeah i i I don't i I want to see those relationships form and it's harder to do if you're putting time skips in a lot yes yes very much 
Spoiler? Spoiler? Yes, we did use the venture system. The venture system is a, is a system I like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's yeah. another part of Essence positive. that I would say is good. Uh, here's a question for the players. In the second to last episode, there was a point where you almost created a new great house. Bells. Why did you back away from that? So I always saw it as being more of a like... Spartacus moment? An, uh, a symbol rather than our intention to actually found a new house. But I don't know if everybody else felt differently. No, that's how I felt too. I saw it as, yeah, I saw it as symbolical. Yeah, Spartacus moment, John. Yeah. I agree. Like more so, more so a, a tearing down of the sort of notion that you have to have a house with a name that goes in front of your name. We, we just fucking put another name in front. We put a noun in front of our name. Nobody cares. You know, that was how I sort of interpreted that. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I definitely feel like there was a moment where I saw like that potential path. Mm. But I was also like, we're a bunch of nobodies from the House of Bells that are being a bunch of upstarts surrounded by a bunch of other like exalts in the Imperial City. No, we aren't actually trying to found a house. We would have had a plan for that. Gail Whisper would have had like a 10 point plan if oh, that was our actual thousand percent. I would have my like house business proposals ready exactly. for funding. And it would have worked. On, and it would have been great. But that was not what we were doing. We were presenting it. <laughs> it was like, and I feel like it was the spur of the moment thing that just came came up the play that was happening. Yes, yeah. Yeah. said it first. Yeah, I, 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 like- I will remind you that I was the one who said it first. It was appropriate for Ciantel because she was like, well, I'm not a Celsi mm-hmm. and I don't really want to claim yeah. to be Regara or yeah. anything. Right? Like, no, no one would want I'm that. From the like, I just don't want to start. I don't want to start getting into it. Yeah. So instead, I'm just going to say, no, like today I'm Bills. And I don't fault the players for not being like, well, that's what we're going to do. Cause it was me. I'm pleased that they picked up on it. I thought that was a cool moment, but uh, it, it wasn't part of their original plan. It's true. Eh? There's a 50, 50 chance that we would have all just been like, mm-hmm, and just like nodded at see on tell Isn't as we sometimes nice? do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fair that you don't want to pick a side. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, uh, earlier, I think Requiem had a question of like what what trait that started out as a joke ended up being like a really big part of your character. And for me, it was Gail's penchant Thank you. for uh, questionnaires and presentations. Yeah. And like, because I, I knew she was a nerd, but I did not realize to oh, the extent. And when she fabulous. made a questionnaire for her like friends getting into uh, a triangle. Um, that was, <laughs> was a fun moment for me. Um, the established fact of the arrest reading uh, erotic fiction. Established. <laughs> uh, it is so supposed to be just into novels, into historical fiction. And then someone somewhere was like, oh yeah, it's totally, entirely, consistently, exclusively erotic fiction. And I'm just like... I like how it's exclusively erotic. It started because we were, were in the library, else. and I was like, "Loresta, you're here for uh, you're here for books, right? Let me take you to the erotica section. I know that's your favorite." <laughs> <laughs> one night in Kiriskiro. Oh, oh my so God. God. Uh, <laughs> That's cool stuff. Uh, shirt, no shirt. Yeah. Um, I I don't. Well, no. It was the very first moment of Pyre's post like you know the little flashback of them sort of starting at the house of bells um yikes ellie spot um but truth but also very true uh 
the first moment of Pyres was like, oh, well, we're being pulled out of bed in the middle of the night. Well, I wouldn't be wearing clothes, so I guess I'm naked and I'm great <laughs> with that because I have appearance five. Like that was the logic in that moment. And then from then on, I was like, no, I would be using my appearance to get what I want. That's, that's He knows that's his best statistic. Like he's going to do this. So I was just taking off my shirt all the time. Like it just became a trope or a joke of like how he deals with situations. Use the gutters. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Um, Terraria for Life, that's everyone that has whirlwind brush technique uses it to copy out erotica. That's erotica. how they practice the, the, the charm, the... right? And the art, and they practice their handwriting. They copy all the smut. Because <laughs> it pays for their education. Right. How do you like my education? How do you like my education? <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since they thought about that. <laughs> uh, inside uh, joke sorry team ancient sorry. ancient was a while jackbox ago, actually, yeah. inside joke it was a while early ago. pandemic or yeah. maybe i still can perfectly remember the first time you said it out loud like with your the kate intonations just How do you like my education <laughs> it's just it makes me laugh every time oh, um we gotta yes. explain it oh god sorry, uh penchant for uh for going after bread Bread. or food is is up there um i think but i i honestly think that because that was sort of planned uh unplanned i think it was flivian being like well i have many options for you to try yeah perhaps you would be enjoying option three Mm. oh option four pyrus chose number two yes he sure did sure did like uh so i like that quite a bit weirdo um I'll say something that wasn't a joke, but something that I didn't expect uh, would take off was, and we've spoken about this before, uh, was the discussions about Gateway. Mm. And mm. The, the, my blatant ripping off of uh, another thing and <laughs> positioning it as Gateway, but then it became metaphors for how the situation was, the idea of an obscured game, a clouded game, the reflective game, the like what pieces can we sacrifice what pieces can we move and how important is it to win was i think one of like honestly one of my favorite parts of interacting with you this season was just delightful and it was a great way of of planning strategies in a way that was interesting it wasn't just like okay like let's do some real-time planning it was we're using like another way of describing it which was which added some variety. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, coming up with gateway-isms on the spot was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge. Also the best uh, venture of the season. Yeah. Dare I say, yeah. uh, Viren's Folly. Viren's Folly. So good. Thank you. So good. Yeah. I like how Exalted gives you the chance to be like, yeah, I'm going to take chess and make it shatter an empire. And I think like that's, but like <laughs> that's, that's, that's Exalted. That's Exalted. exalted. Right. Um, in much the same way that if someone's like, I just want to, I want to compose the song that will sink an island. You're okay. Like, okay. I think yeah. you can do that. Fucking yeah. go for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's see. But uh, yeah. Like to jump forward. I also feel like that would fit into what I understand of like L5R and Neo Rokugan is that they would have things like chess, like composing like poetry or music that is that significant so i'm excited to still pull some of those wonderful things that we discovered here in this world and be able to do similar type like oh yeah it's not just 
I have a samurai sword, and I slashed down the bad guys with my Bushido. Like, there's so much more to it. <laughs> I that... slashed with Bushido. <laughs> that's how it works, right? It. Well, that's how it is in Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, it's really exciting that we, we found these other aspects of play that can be so significant, and that we're moving into a system where there's still canonical ways to support that. And it helps with world building too. Like even mm. if we hadn't used it in ventures or anything, it's just added flavor that really starts to create, like further paints the world around you, the setting. Oh, show Did me. someone say Hanafuda? Hanafuda. By your desk. Because I don't know, he was probably I think showing it came home. up earlier. Oh, damn. Uh, this is my set of Hanafuda cards from Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, shit. Legitimate. No, you had those. These, these are legitimate nintendo hanafuda cards because they were originally a playing card company back in the 1800s yeah. i think i knew that yeah. which like is vaguely, why but which that's is why it's great that. when someone's like how long has nintendo been around it's like over 100 years yeah like years or 150 yeah. years and they're like what yeah yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone's interested in shogi wow. and also wants to watch a really melancholy but sweet anime watch <laughs> march comes in like a lion the art is beautiful and there's like cute animations teaching you how to play shogi. Whereas don't watch March Comes in a Lion, which is oh, one, that's of, the one of our books, yeah. Of the <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, Kung Fu Fenris asks, pork buns or baguette? I don't even eat pork, but pork buns. Yeah, me too. Easy answer. <laughs> right now, this very second, baguette. Mm. I am apparently craving carbs, maybe because I've only been drinking soiled at rehearsal and I miss eating real food. Uh, but that's entirely my fault. You want a donut? No. <laughs> it's not quite the same, is it? Grubermensha asks, is there anything that came up this season that you think will influence how you approach Neo Rokugan next season? So what I just said. Oh, yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, this is a... This is a... <laughs> this isn't... Season two, Exalt Witch Academy specific, but, um, and it's a big but, the the journey of my character over a season is always what it is. It's always exciting. It's always interesting to sort of play out. And I never want to do the same thing twice, or at least not back to back. So it influences me in, in trying to figure out a starting place that isn't the same starting place in the same journey. Mm -hmm. um, that's a bit broader because that can be applied to anything. Uh, but certainly that's how I want to approach Neo Rokugan is like, I don't want to be in that same position going the same way. Yeah. A hundred percent. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had already mentioned the idea of making sure that there's a home base. Mm. Uh, the idea that recurring NPCs is something that we enjoy as a group and that we want to hold on to. I've also recognized that there's going to be a lot of work for us to take Legend of the Five Rings and put it into uh, a setting that we're excited about, cyberpunk, and then also still make it work within the context of that. And also we are trying to address to a certain degree um, the idea of we want to play in these worlds that are inspired by all kinds of different mythologies and stories. We also recognize that we are for white folk. And one of the things that we're doing for that is we're shifting the setting to a certain degree because there were some questions about like, well, Rokugan is very much based on, you know, old Japanese stories and like, what are we going to do with that? So we're not ignoring that, but we're also, you know, like there's all sorts of questions here. But the thing that I've learned from this campaign specifically is uh, 
if I come up with these questions, I got to talk about it. Mm. Right. Like I can't keep saying, well, this is my responsibility. I'll shoulder it. That's not fair. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not fair to me, but it's also distinctly not fair to my players. Cause then it's just like, well, I'll come up with the answers. Yeah. With no input. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I know best. I also don't want you stressing yourself out before we've even started the game. We'd like to shoulder some of that burden for you. Yeah. Sorry, Kate, what were you saying? Um, I don't, I think I was going to say some really stupid, some stupid <laughs> quips. So like, it's fine that I've already forgotten it. I was going to play some dumb shit. Um, but I think it was like, yeah, so just whatever I was going to say is gone. Um, but the fact that we are sort of, we're going to acknowledge and accept that we're starting from that base, but we are fast forwarding into the future where more of a global influence may may be able to have come into it and that we distance ourselves because as much as L5R, especially more and more with the newer versions and the version that we're using, has worked to be like, no, this is a fiction inspired by rather than this is absolutely what real samurai did. Like even Bushido is a bastardized version of like concepts that were inspired by. Um, we're It gives us that extra layer to be able to attempt to respectfully acknowledge the influence without being like yes i'm going to hear eat here eat my gohan and play my go and shogi like we aren't trying to be real like stereotypes of japanese samurai that's not what we're trying to do Mm -hmm. at all still absolutely influenced yes influenced inspired hopefully finding moments and ways to respectfully acknowledge without trying to be like yes i am Japanese like not happening mm-hmm. there's some great articles out there about whether you know people should play elements that they are not whether it's race or sexuality or gender or whatever um, and a lot of a lot of the answer is yes you should but you should just do it right uh, which is sometimes hard yeah yeah no fair <laughs> uh, we're, we're gonna do our best uh, be open to communicating with each other yeah. and with you mm-hmm. with you folks like honestly if we say or do something like the way we were pronouncing baguette that you were hearing something else like that something as small and unintentional as that we still want to hear mm-hmm. because we don't want to have someone listening to this and feeling like they're, like they're hearing a slur mm-hmm. or ha- hear us portray something and be really upsetting or offensive or whatever mm-hmm. like we want to we're going to put in the work, but we aren't going to be perfect. <laughs> That's very true. Neil Rokugan, or Neil Rokugan, uh, how cyberpunk do you actually plan on going? Fairly? Yeah. Like <laughs> Pretty not, cyberpunk. Like, not <laughs> cyberpunk, red cyberpunk. Like, not, not you know, break everything. It's no. not nihilistic. Kick yeah. people in the nuts. <laughs> no. Sorry. I mean. Like, not incisor, basically, is okay, what well, I'm saying. Well, I'm going to plan a kit bash now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm picturing like possibly lasery like swords mm-hmm. and hacking and so robots. Yeah, without we're going to be getting into how we're modifying the the setting um, coming up. Whoop, eraser. Uh, it's gone. Like we'll we'll be able to do that. However, um, what I will say is uh we're we're not planning on 
um, we're we're not planning on changing so much of the setting. Like it's not going to be like, oh, everyone's got a gun, because <laughs> guns that that then we'd have to come up with rules for guns, and we'd have to like, yes, there are guns. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like, but we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people are going to be carrying things like swords and armor and arrows, but there will be flavored in such a way and we do have ways to make that diegetic to make it make sense instead of just everyone deciding no we just really like swords for some reason they're yeah it's going to be in the it's going to be in the universe for sure uh it'll be in universe but it is definitely going to be cyberpunk otherwise Mm -hmm. it isn't but but i think what you were kind of talking about scott is that um cyberpunk was born out of the idea of kind of like anarchy and taking down you know the man kind of thing and uh while we're absolutely going to be able to play with themes uh, it's not going to adhere uh, strictly to the idea that like, yep, the only like your life absolutely sucks. And the only thing that you can do is just try to take down a megacorp. Mm-hmm. No, not quite. At least I, that's what I think. Uh, honestly, hell, we're going to find out. Right? It's early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> early yet. We don't have all the answers except Liz. Liz has all the answers. I do. Oh, oh, <laughs> I like it. Do, 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 do. Uh, Neo Rokugan, will it be houses or corporations? Not ready to answer that yet. Mm, um, I mean. I think I think that the existence of, you know, the the crab and the crane, like all these different groups, I that think will absolutely still exist. They will exist. I think they really lend themselves to a cyberpunk universe. But what exact term or flavor directions we spin them, I think, still being percolated. But mm-hmm. I think it fits beautifully oh, in yeah. a cyberpunk world. No problem. Requiem Loss is having three seasons under your belt now. One Star Wars and two Exalted. How do you f- how do you feel it affects? So I think how do seasons affect the stories? Uh, oh, that's what you I mean by three seasons. The, I'm like, let me know if that's wrong, Requiem. But I think that's what you. Mean. <laughs> it has to do about with the fact that we are doing a uh, season format. Uh, <laughs> stories feel. Um, I was gonna say they feel a lot shorter. That's actually not. That's actually not fair. It's um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Was I just looking tired? No, you put your cards away. Oh. Yeah. I was just, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just going doop, 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 like no, starting no, to tidy up. It's totally fine. I, I just, because I assume you still know where to find them if you need them. I, I do. Uh oh. I don't know why in hindsight I was like, this eraser shouldn't be here anymore. Oh, look. Like I just started. <laughs> just like packed. Papers wasn't like, I'm cleaning up. Fuck this. I wasn't even paying attention. I was just like, doo, doo, doo. We're good. Um, I, I was going to say like, oh, the stories are shorter because they're in seasons, but that's not true either. And I think back to CTS, like we had story blocks that kind of ran a certain number of episodes, mm-hmm. I don't know, 20-ish episodes or whatever, like story blocks. Um, I think it affects the storytelling in the sense that we know we have like a waypoint where we can be like save and continue or like quit to title screen, play something else. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, a, it's, a, it's a good feeling because... I feel like we we know that at the end of every season, kind of where that comes to, we all probably want to try to find a nice resting point for the characters so we can pick up again or mm-hmm. not. And it's not a big deal either way. Yeah, it's a good like check-in. Yeah. Yeah. Reminder to check in with ourselves about like, how did these past 20 episodes work for you? And, and is there anything you want to see differently going forward? Because um, while we tried to do that frequently with Changeling, um, it was hard to find those moments. Whereas with seasons, it's baked in automatically. But we also don't have a set seasons or 20 episodes. Like at no, the moment, that's true. That's true. 
Yeah. Star Wars ended a bit faster because that's where we were at. Um, and we did 21 and 19 episodes. And so I think we're probably broadly going to tend towards roughly 20-ish episodes. But there's no set number either. So it's when we get to like episode 10 and then episode 15 is when we start talking awesome. about, okay, what's happening in the next couple of months? What's happening in the story? Are we ready to wrap up this season? Do we think we're going to want to continue? And then we get to keep checking in every week being like, okay, we only have three episodes left. Mm -hmm. Do you think you're <laughs> going to want to do more? Okay. Two. Yeah. One. You have to fucking decide. It's the last episode. <laughs> like, come on, folks. Are we there or not? Yeah. <laughs> it's nice, though, because it gives us that chance to actually think about it from a, you know, because this is a curated product. It's not just us sitting around at our own table, like, fucking around for our own fun. Um, we do that. It is fun for us. Yeah, I was going to say, like. But <laughs> we we also are thinking about it from more of a curated sense of what you folks enjoy, so. It's funny because originally I think the idea of seasons came about as we want to make sure that the audience knows that they can just come on in. Yes. Mm. But I don't think that that's actually been the case. Yeah. I don't think I haven't heard at least. And please tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I haven't heard any instance where someone's like, well, I missed season one of Exalted Witch Academy, but I decided to come in for season two. And that was perfect because that was a good jumping on point for me. Like, I don't think that's what's happened. It turns out that it's more useful for us, for us. Uh, yeah. Like you said, I like the idea that we also were like, yep, yeah, we're ready after we play for what's essentially five months, mm -hmm. give or take. Uh, we're ready to take a break. Yeah. And if the off season is three weeks and we just do three one shots, or if it's three months, like it's going to be uh, for this, don't, hey. no, that's, no, 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 no. Okay. This is good stuff. Um, then... I mean, is that going to be our new emote? You holding a green card, but yeah, also with all the like. On? I mean, that would be a very accurate emote because that, that is me. Oh, Dio says the seasons were super helpful. Well, that's good. Oh, great. Well, thank you. Actually, thank you for telling us. Yeah, we feedback is always welcome. Because we also did a recap on Discord in yep. our YouTube yep. comments podcast. I don't think you can comment, but you can find our Discord in the links. Yeah. So it, it is it is helpful for us to sort of be like, yeah, okay, season one. It's also a little easier to be like, when did that happen? Season one or season two? Other than, yeah. oh yeah, that was episode oh, oh, holy shit six. Trying to find things in CTS yeah, is impossible. It is an absolute nightmare. I just can't do it. I like have a vague sense and yeah, then I'm like, like clicking early, through a right? random episode and I'm like, no, this was 20 episodes later. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, but yeah, it's it, to me, it's knowing that we can take a break is good. It helps us structure the story, which is good. But it also, for me, is a really handy way of thinking this is how like we regularly, like you said, we have to check in and be like, do we actually want to keep playing this or are we just doing this because this is easy? Mm -hmm. um, Changeling went on for a very long time because we were having a lot of fun and it would have ended earlier if I had my say and I'm glad that I was talked out of it. But that's the kind of thing that it's good to have a check in mm -hmm. and be like hey, so I'm wondering whether we should wrap up. But then if everyone else is like, no, then I'm like, great. Uh, my players are having a good time. I was still enjoying myself. I was just like, oh, do, have, do we still have more to tell? It's like a hundred episodes, you know. Yeah. It turns out that we had, we still had more to tell even after we were fucking done with it. A uh, wedding. Another wedding. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I think seasons are actually uh, a good thing and I think we'll, we'll hold on to them. Uh, but that leads us to a question by Celtic Knots, which I was wondering. Important. 
Have you narrowed down any of the one-shots or limited campaigns you're going to do between now and Neo Rokugan? Yes. Next question. <laughs> Sorry. Accurate. Hey. Fucking Scott. Woo! It's Excuse your birthday. Me. It's my birthday. I can dab if I want. <laughs> In fact, you can make everyone else dab if you want. Oh, but dare I? I don't know. How much power do you have coursing through your veins? Can I get like... Like a little lame dab from everybody. Of course. It, 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 Does it can, have to be a lame dab? Yes, it has to be kind of lame. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. That's not lame. That's, 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 that's pretty lame. fucking lame. <laughs> it was good, but it was like, woof. Uh, Terraria okay, for life. Going on here, yeah. So this is actually. You know, I am coming back to it. Celtic we're going to come back sorry. to this. So we will come back to this Celtic knots. It is important. <laughs> Seriously, but this is also something that I just want to make sure we we have a look at. Um, if I can make a comment, if you want seasons to be better, jump on points. I really think the season catch up should be much longer. Uh, like there was not a lot of wrap up that you need to do before watching season two. Problem is getting somebody to watch a one minute or two minute YouTube video is easy. Getting somebody to watch like a 15 or 20 minute YouTube video, they'll never bother. Mm-hmm. Fair. So it's a tough question. But well, well said. Maybe mm-hmm. we should have them. If we can them. find a way to like, you know, expand a bit while still keeping it watchable. Yeah, we're going to look into it I mean, it for sure. that kind of feedback is useful yes. though. If it's like, okay, one minute wasn't enough. Two minutes might be better. Like if, if it makes more sense for us to do a two minute wrap up and then people feel caught up, I'd rather us do the two <laughs> minutes. But if it, if people are like, no, we need like a 30 minute video. Okay. At that point, just read all of the wiki summaries and you'll be done in half an hour. Right? Like, so it's finding that balance. But if one minute is too simple, then let's do the two minute version. We'll do a dramatic reading of the wiki summaries <laughs> as a video. Oh my God. Hatches pulls out her gun and blasts someone's Bla- head blast. off. <laughs> also, she made a really badass, clever retort. Yeah, there's like, there's a big game. specialty. Yeah, there's a balance. There's a balance <laughs> yeah. between um, wanting to get the information out there and then wanting to also make sure that we stay sane. We all have jobs that we got to do. Uh, we have uh, other activities we like to do, and all of this stuff takes a lot of time. And we're not trying to make this a business, mm-hmm. right? So there's yeah. a there are other questions. Percival just show up at the Spark Megan chat. Yeah. Uh, so back to back to games. I think that we can confirm a few things. Uh, we're not going to maybe confirm... we can get a few of these in too. Oh yeah, we'll get. We'll get, that's that's actually next because we're actually out of questions at this point. Okay. Hey. Cool. Wow. Um, out of questions that I've selected, some of them we kind of answered already, and some of them yeah, are we've... questions I can't answer at this time. Uh, so we have. We're not going to confirm dates because we just want to make sure yeah. of them. But we can confirm a few of the games, not all of them, but a few of the games we're playing. And some of the people who might be joining. Yeah. I'm going to leave that to these three because fuck all y'all. Oh. I'm getting drunk. What? Straight gin. Um, so go. I'm just going to do the broad stuff because honestly, that's all I know. Um, we are going to be doing a series of short one shots and longer mini campaigns between now and the end of March, because I'm going to be here and there and everywhere because thankfully theater is back and I have work again. Unfortunately, it is taking me away from my Sunday nights, even though Sunday is the traditional day off. Damn it, dear. I'm, beggars can't be choosers. No, for sure. Some of the sweet shit coming up. I thought, 
Uh, I can I can go. Yeah, could you? Because I'm last. Is the you're thing. last? Yeah. Okay. So uh, my thing's first. Most likely. We don't know what we order don't know what order. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm making fine. establishing. No, that's fair. Uh, in no order at all. I will be running a six-week Blades in the Dark campaign. Probably six weeks. Probably six weeks. Thank you very much. We don't know dates. Uh, approximately six weeks long. A Blades in the Dark campaign. It will be run. I will be STing for Liz, for John, and special guest. Friends of the show may know full party, Jess Files, uh, who is also, of course, on this channel with a bunch of one shots in the past as well. Yeah. Uh, you can check those out on our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And of course, if you end up available in any time, randomly. you might uh, jump in, which is we'll going to be really cool. Uh, I'm really jazzed about that. I'm going to be busting out some more good society. We're going to have that music back, eh? I actually... I think I still have the playlist. I dream yeah. of that playlist. I, I actually still listen to it. I'm so quite. proud of that playlist. Well like, done. Ugh, yeah, that was a very satisfying afternoon. <laughs> nice. Uh, we will also be enjoying um, a short campaign. It's probably going to be two or three sessions long, something like that, uh, of ARC, which is a relatively new RPG dealing with characters attempting to avert an apocalypse, which uses real-time mechanics... In order, oh, fudge to the game. So stressful. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, we'll put links to these games on the Discord for people to have a look. But Ark is also a fucking beautiful book. Uh, its graphic design is amazing, and it's got some really interesting ideas about how to use real time in the context of games. Do so. we mention our other? We Almost entirely guest. confirmed. Oh, it's a confirmed guest. guest. It's yeah. we're just not we exactly just sure of the date yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Silver will be another uh, special guest. So yeah. get hype. Our friend JT, yeah. uh, known for voices on certain video mm -hmm. games, uh, and also who played Arthur slash Noctis slash other characters in LARPs. That's right. Who has not appeared on RPG Clinic. Before, yeah. other than on Thursday, technically he was on Thursday where Lob and Trebuchet is at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good time. God, there may funny. be more games, yeah. and there may be more special guests. We can't confirm that at yeah. this time. This and is what we can confirm. Yeah, I'm really hoping to like find some time somewhere, uh, and a week to at least try to offer something rather than just showing up and being like, "Hi guys, what are we playing? Give me a character sheet, and I'll just roll some dice and ask you questions." <laughs> I haven't slept in so twelve hours. Oh my god, do you... anything? Twelve days. <laughs> I twelve hours. Twelve hours. Sorry. I mean, technically, I've, I just I came off. Sorry, just like I'm thinking hours. a twelve-hour day, like a ten out of twelve. Right. So I just worked like fourteen hours. Oof. Twelve hours. Fourteen hours. Um. So we'll see. Twelve. Um, but yeah, yeah. At Kung yes. Fu Fenris, I think we're we're pretty sure that Good Society will just be a one session. Um, but we'll see. we'll see. You never know for sure. I mean, yeah. if it's also zombie, never mind. That's that's a whole other. No, I That'll know. be two sessions. They do have the horror one. Mm. But would it be like the first session is basically like Pride and Prejudice, and then you're like, but wait, and it's sort of like the Bob Barker. End pushing the button and it's instead of hole or hole in one it's hole in one or two oh. and you're like but then the zombies attack yeah well we always we already talked to jess about like a secret about their character that hadn't been revealed but i don't want to say it even though no, i know i've, I've confirmed it in other streams just in case folks take their same characters 
Oh, well, yeah. My character, wasn't my character sick? Didn't they fall ill at the end? Yes, Clearly, they got the zombie-itis. <laughs> a zombie. And so, you know, kid is there, like, you know, ne- embroidering. Fuck the patriarchy, as yes. as they do. And being all like, oh, Fuck the two men that I was... It's probably shoved in a drawer somewhere. Um, the two men that they were into like ran off together, and then they get a little bite. Oh my gosh! I also know just the dice I'm gonna use for blades in the dark. They're gonna be my fucking honking casino dice. Nice. nice. I'm gonna fucking go for it. Uh. Fuck. Uh. So the plague. Arc. Good society. Blades in the dark. Stuff to look forward to. Jess Files. Jonathan Silver. Possibly even more. And then we get to go right into, and we'll be talking about this on Thursdays as we mm-hmm. go through, uh, Neil Rokugan, our cyberpunk take on Legend of the Five Rings 5th edition. So pretty, pretty cool all around. Yeah. Um, remember that on Thursdays, we're not, we're, we're going to get to this, but remember that on Thursdays we'll be talking about our, our upcoming uh, campaign. But then also um, we do have our one week to air, which we have to decide on. Are we even playing this Thursday? I, I'm, You're I not, can't eh? make Thursday, but so it might, doesn't mean other people can't. It might just be me talking about role play. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, it might actually <laughs> just be one. that. The setting. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Let's so, talk about the Crane family. So then uh, we'll have that. But for now... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to ask a few questions, my questions for you. Uh, all the players have at least the five members of the Hearth of the One True Bell written on their pieces of paper. Uh, we're going to ask a few questions, and I'm going to ask for each person to come up with their answer for this. And if you have any questions that you want to ask them, now's the time for this, uh, as long as the answer can be uh, picked among these five it could also be just picked among the PCs. So, uh, very well. Uh, the first question that I am going to ask you. Assuming that your player character had to romance someone in the hearth that they were not romantically engaged with, who would you pick? It would have to be someone you have not romantically engaged with and you cannot pick yourself damn it <laughs> we know Kyle I gotta switch that himself a few times yeah it's true three two one don't think this will come as a surprise to anybody <laughs> <laughs> not Gail whisper sorry Gail I wouldn't choose either of you so we're good exactly I know where you're Lies, okay. We all anyone but the. I'm gonna what are you talking about, this. Aresta? I mean, it's you're not, very strong. It's not fair. Oh, did it not show up? Where is it? You're very strong, oh, yeah. but I don't, uh, I don't understand. Terraria for life asks. Aresta. For some reason, it's not coming up. Oh, rude. yeah, super rude. Feature. Uh, feature chat. What are you doing? <clears throat> uh, are you considering releasing a homeroom setting supplement for those of us who would want to be running it? Most likely not. Uh, it's too much work. It's uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to put out anything that I wouldn't consider of a professional level of quality. Yeah. And because that's literally my job, I'm not about to start doing my job a second Free. time over. So, no, probably not. Uh, I won't stop you from taking some ideas from us. And maybe I will distribute some notes and stuff like that. 
But I, I'm not going to be doing an official release, or at least there's no plans to do so at this time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I appreciate the interest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <sighs> Vieran is bearing down on you. Oh, fuck. There's only one way for you to escape. One person must be left behind while the <laughs> other four make their escape. It is certain that whoever is left behind will be the one who dies, even if it's Aresta, because Aresta is strong, but not ultimately strong. You have to pick one character Fuck. out of the hearth to be that sacrifice. <laughs> Fuck. And here's the kicker. Yeah. You may not pick yourself. Okay. Hooray! <laughs> I mean... Liz has been waiting to play this. I've never chosen an answer so, so fast. Three. I looked wait, in her, wait, I looked in her eyes and I know what the answer is already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so Fuck bad. Okay, birth. fine. <laughs> One. Yay! And I'm Gil. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. Oh, oh God. Huh? Oh, wow, that's rough. Why Ciantel? Um... <laughs> So it's just going to be the triangle and Gale <laughs> walking around. Look, Arresta could choose herself. And like oh, at, at the end of the campaign where we are right now, still not be. sure about this whole, oh, yeah, I've already been through the Academy. Oh, fair. How many secrets have you kept from us? She has not been through the Academy. Oh. I will reveal that now. That was. Well, Arresta doesn't know that. that was a lie. Yeah, that's Arresta fair. Arresta is very suspicious oh, of Ciantel, which is actually fair. Happy birthday. I'm Thanks sorry. so much. No, that was actually really funny. Uh, so, and I totally uh, wife Liv Yen. Wife Liv Yen? Yeah. This really sucks to say. Um, I, I, I think Pyres would evaluate the, f in that moment, he would evaluate the five of them in terms of like how much, how Useless. much they see, yeah, contributing to society in the future. Isn't that heavy? Yeah, that's pretty heavy. Speaking of heavy, Pyres? <laughs> Gail, Sorry, Gail. Gail would spin so his sacrifice for their cause. Question. Pyrus's face is the most well-known, so him giving up his life to Best further martyr. their cause is a very wow. savvy yeah. thing to do, and yeah. I'm really sorry. Oh, God damn, it's it so sociopath. <laughs> that was my second choice. I was like, Best Martyr would be Pyrus. I'm so fucking this, but like, my <laughs> best <laughs> I'm just saying it's someone's gotta die, Pyres, and you are gonna make a beautiful corpse. Oh pretty <laughs> incredible. Oh. oh boy. All right, well we have another question coming up. We'll see if it'll pop up on the screen now. I doubt it. Cute. Uh, if all of you are to die, who would be the most likely to come back as a liminal? Can you remind me which remind us liminal? liminal? Yeah. I will Sorry. actually give you the straight up. <laughs> Uh, answer from the book because book answer uh, another daily double because I'm honestly because I just don't want to fuck it up no it's fair because uh, liminals have not liminals are one of the exalted I will admit just like where I just don't <coughs> oh Frankenstein like exalted death related exalted death adjacent yeah. exalted type because I was oh. like abyssal Infernal. liminals are created with dug up corpses dirt and thaumaturgy the result of an attempted resurrection the dead cannot be brought back, but sometimes a strange force of the underworld puts something new in their shell when someone makes the attempt. A liminal might be a child yanked back from a too early grave by a grieving parent. 
or the result of a powerful god trying to reanimate a perfect servant. Mm. They look like mortals, but their flaring animal reveals their inner monster, patchwork stitched together skin and necrotic limbs. Play a liminal exalt if you want to be a doll on strings struggling for freedom, a mournful protector of the living from the dead, or if you only find solace in the company of the restless dead. I mean, so like here's the thing. This is weird. Which means that it would literally be their corpse. <clears throat> Did you want more Slua in your world? <laughs> it would, oh, it this would is be difficult. a corpse, but it would not be like, oh, it's Ciantel, but back from the dead. It would be, oh, it's Ciantel's corpse with something else inside it. Nice. So. I still have a perfect answer. Right. And I, I'm, uh, we'll see. I changed my answer halfway through. Interesting. Uh, go ahead. So. I think that Gail would be the one to bring Oresta back as a liminal. <laughs> legit. I accept that Gail would do that. Absolute she would legend. if Oresta died, she's like, well, we need we need He's some meat version of undead meat shield. God. Thanks, Win Games. Hashtag tank win games. Uh, Everybody crawl inside her to stay I warm. Must defend my hearth. Erotica. Tires, would you like to get intimate? <laughs> oh my god. Yes, but no, but yes. Rest of Clegane. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Clegane actually would be a very good example of Clegable. Sorry. Point. Sorry. Um, anyway. Yeah. The, so I, I will admit that Fair. Liminal, I just don't care. I'm sorry. I, I'm not into the You're idea. You're not of like 14 that. and an edge lord. I get it. That's true. Uh, but it's also the same reason why I don't like um, the uh, equivalent uh, World of Darkness example, which are, uh, oh, what are they called again? The animated corpses in the World of Darkness? Yeah, there's a specific, like, uh, a cre- like basically the Frankenstein's monster version of it. I, I forget what they're right. called. Oh, Someone like will help Prometheans. me out there. Like Prometheans, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Prometheans. Uh, so there, we don't need a rest of her personality, just yeah. her body. So this yeah. is this perfect. is perfect. Hence my freak out face. Make it turn the story yeah. Yeah. Like, it, It's just Lots it's just it. not a story that interests me that much. But um, you know, yeah. it's fine. Oh, fuck. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, good question though. That was mm-hmm. great. Question. That's, that's a great question. And if anybody has, of and course, any you other understand questions, understand why it would be Gail. Otherwise. But I mean, still use Gail the would volunteer as tribute. I can then would, see yes. it. It'll it'll still cue it up for me, even if I can't display it on screen. Mm-hmm. If I want to play the dead, I play Geist. Legit. If I want to play the dead, I play Grim Fandango. Nice. <laughs> um, loving you is like loving the dead. Nice. Boop, boop. You're supposed to keep talking over oh, me. Shit, shit. Oh, God, <laughs> shit. Okay, start singing. We're all just like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, of the Of these five, who is the one most likely to end up in a drunken marriage? Like getting super drunk and then thinking a marriage was a good idea. Getting super drunk and waking up the next morning and you are married. (laughs) (laughs) Terraria, that's totally cool. I am, I'm, just because it's not my personal favorite doesn't mean it can't be yours. (laughs) Can I get some peas in the chat, please? Thank you very much. Um, Three, two, one. I actually didn't choose me. Can you believe that? I chose Flavien because I think that would be funnier. Thank you so much, everybody. Flavien's probably already married. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I would not be surprised. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Up in the north. Did I land. not mention that I am married? <laughs> it wouldn't be an exalted game without at least one. A secret marriage? marriage. Yeah. yeah. Fair. All right. Uh, your PC 
has to go on uh, a mission. This mission will involve stealth, it will involve a frontal assault, and it will involve intrigue. You must pick one to accompany you. It will involve all three of these things in equal measure. This was so easy. Okay. Three, two, one. It's, it's, it was close. Nice. Nice. Uh, the successful oh. operation in the gala was when Galen's hotel went off That is alone. correct, actually, yeah. So I would just want to go with I'd like stealth. Thing. I can't stealth. I need Gale whispered <laughs> for that. Strategy? Gale. Stealth when you look like this. We need like, pyres like, to be the distraction. <laughs> hey, look, a distraction. Hmm? It's my oh. shirt on your floor. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I can only empty my cup so many times. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> my cup runneth over. The opposite. Thank you, folks. My cup flattered. runneth into Empty. my mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. Now. I respect. Mm. Uh, the unthinkable has occurred. No. Leanne is back from. Leanne was never killed. Okay. We'll put it this way. Uh, Leanne was never killed, but someone has to kill her. Ah. <gasps> You have to give the command to force someone to kill her, and it cannot be Pyres. Who do you trust to take on this particular event? <laughs> Duck fate, yeah. Ah, oh, I can't. It cannot be Pyres. He's already Sh- killed her once. Just can't. We know Pyres can do it. Just can't do it. Three, two, one. Ah! Nice. I oh, really yeah, want to. For once, we agree. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Go I team. really wanted to pick you, Gail, but I can't. You could have. No, no, I can't. You can't trust you. <laughs> yeah. No. She. Well, because as soon as I found out she so was a serial, yeah, I had like, to alive. Alive, yeah. I need to get information. That's good. I need her to, to join my the crew. Yeah. The stage. Come on. Give me your secrets before you get him murdered. Go on. Talk to me. Come on. Just tell me. Blood on my face. Oh God. That was good. Good work. Um, Good shout, everyone. Siontel is well trustworthy and, and a soldier. Stab a person. Stab a stabby. Okay. Uh, oh my god! Good times. So funny. I love doing these. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. It's the beach episode we never got to have. <sighs> oh. Because the only beach episode that we had was apparently fishing a corpse out of the water. <laughs> Or walking about... one into it. Oh, oh we got a. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll get. Yeah, to, I've we'll started get... a question. We'll get to that okay, one. Cool. Um, it is the beach episode we never got to have. You are looking to impress the locals uh, in some kind of display. It could just be lying out on the beach, it could be a fierce game of volleyball, mm. it could be a swimming prowess. Who would you pick? as the person you would want to represent the House of True Bells, assuming that it had to be fun in the sun. I have made my selection. <laughs> you need to punch someone yeah, in to... the gooch. Oh, that's not cool, dude. I don't need to be punching so the cool. gooch. Right in my gooch. Right in the gooch. Incredible. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to show up in Disconcordia. I, oh my god. Oh. Oh no. Why? They've been to Halifax once without encountering him. Why would you 
250,000 people there. Yay! <laughs> oh, team, we're finally getting back in the sink. We did it. I almost chose Arresta. I almost chose Vienna because water. I just think so Pyrus would put on more of a I heard show. that there was Pires this, this super show. rad chick named Aiko here. Super impressive. I was just wondering, you know, if, if I could like ask her out for coffee or something. No, she already has a Selkie. So <laughs> if she wants fun. What's a Selkie? I don't know. Uh, it's like a merman. <laughs> Merman, Dad. That's all right. I have a dick. Merman, what? Merman don't have dicks. Everybody knows. Fish don't have dicks. Anyway. Keep eating, Scott Quick. Hi, that attested. Gruber Mitch asks You can send one member of the hearth back in time to deliver a message at the beginning of the school year. Who do you send? I will remind you that at the beginning of the school year, you had not been placed into a fang together yeah. yet. Excellent. So can you just repeat the beginning of that? What's you can message? send one member of the hearth back in time to deliver a message at the beginning of the school year. Who do you send? <laughs> All right, Nathan. Hey, what's up? You know, I'm totally in this Final Fantasy XIV guild with this guy. Whose name is Nathan Fletcher, and I think he's pretty sweet. He's got ears and a tail. His glamours are off the fucking chain, dude. <laughs> <Like a little laughs> <fog. laughs> and That's if you I... want me to record that for you for some reason for your stream, Pook, I totally will. Fiverr.com slash John Verrill. I'm worth five dollars. I'm worth five dollars. I presume John is not on Fiverr, but I shouldn't actually presume that. I'm sorry. Fiverr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New tier. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Whoa, dude. Radical. My gooch. My gooch. <laughs> right just gooch. Said gooch. Give me a call. We'll figure something out. Yeah. All right, bro. Oh, okay. You can send one member of the hearth back in time to deliver a message at the beginning of the school year. Who do you send? Three, two, one. <laughs> ah! <laughs> we all picked ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have my reasoning. I want to hear everybody else's too. That's what I want to hear. Well, Grubermensch didn't <laughs> specify how long the message could be, so Gail shows up and tells you exactly what to do to survive for like hours. Oh yeah, yeah. she hours. just talks your head off. That's fair. Yeah. Whereas my logic was, I think Pyrus is kind of the only person who has like a big rep at the like a a lot of rep. Um, even at the beginning of the year, so people would be more willing to be like, oh, it's that Pyres guy from the future, you know, like, <laughs> willing to listen. Pyres, Pyres, Pyres. Whereas Arresta, like, was, like, calm, stable, and straightforward, and able to, like, relate to people, whereas I feel like Gail is a bit, like, intense and, like, really information-based, and people might be like, who the fuck are you? Whoa. What are you doing? And Pyres is really big and, like, I'm so beautiful and cool, whereas I feel like Arresta was, like, the happy medium without being, like... Vivian and Santel, who were like a little, I feel like there's a slight smallerness. They weren't as big mm -hmm. as the three mm -hmm. of our characters. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's mm -hmm. why I picked myself. Would each of you have to like figure out, like, oh, I guess I have to wear an eye patch to show that time is past? <laughs> that from the Fuck no. <laughs> from you the remember game. this? My muscles are just <laughs> twice as big. <laughs> I, mean, I kept lifting. I think that's how that works, right? Oh, God. There's no theoretical maximum for muscles. I mean, my right. ox body levels kept growing. <laughs> okay, this question is not required. You don't have to answer this one. But challenge. In in keeping with the general thirst of this challenge. Ah, sure, yeah. General thirst. Uh, you, Kate, Scott, 
Elizabeth, must choose one of these characters to spend one night of passion with, possibly with more promise in the future. You are allowed to pick your own PC. It's <laughs> hard. Yeah. That's what Fire said. <laughs> it is hard. This is this is going to be a hard one. Yeah, it's really difficult. I didn't like grab one name right away. <laughs> Immediately. <to> decide. <laughs> <laughs> this feels. That's why I said you don't have to answer this question if you yeah. don't want to. No, this feels right. I was going to finish that oh, sentence with this. Oh, feels, this this feels, feels correct. Like my dreams. <laughs> I, d- I didn't say Three, that. Two, one. <laughs> nice. Yay! That's what you like to see. I mean, it does make sense. Established. I mean, so, John. It would be excellent. He's got that baguette energy. Are you just going to start talking to us as Fluvian? Is that how you get us all into the got same bed? that baguette energy. I am here. From the past, oh, or perhaps the future. I'm not all sure. right, then. Sploosh. <laughs> Requiem Lost asks, uh, here, we'll, we'll put Pyrus' theme on. Requiem Lost asks, you were forced to let one of your hearth take the fall that would likely result in their public execution. Ooh. Who would you choose? Um, I've made my selection. <laughs> Hey, Gail, remember when you... No, I'm just kidding. I do. <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Go for it. Three, two, one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now, interesting, right? Well, I, I Pyre, if Pyrus is publicly executed, that means the cause that he's fighting for is... is um, uh, de, 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 Legitimized. Delegitimized. No, martyred. No, not if he's executed. Yes, he's he is. executed to take the fall for something. Oh. So it's bad scene. So I would choose Ciantel, but I'm in love with her. So I choose Flavia. <laughs> yeah, well, by your logic, then it's Aresta. But mm. by my logic of like martyrdom, Pyrus. So. I want I, Pyrus should die for the cause, but yeah. not be framed. I really just want Pyrus to die for a cause. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. You would wanted. make a beautiful corpse, okay? Yep. He would also make a beautiful living person in my bed. That's right? hmm? fair. Yeah, correct. Fair. Or in person in your, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, or in Fluvian. What? <laughs> <laughs> or on the floor or on the table. Oh my god. Select Yes. <laughs> select a new emperor or empress for the realm. You cannot pick Pyres. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was a good cackle. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Oh no! Jesus, these are my options. God, this oh, is bench. the shit. Oh, because if Pyrus was an option, it'd be fine. <laughs> well, oh, Lloyd, <laughs> I got her. He's pretty and he's speech good. But like, <laughs> this green. is what we need. And also, do I? Anyway, let's talk about that another day. Green, okay, green, I'm, I'm playing a bunch of characters who don't sass. I need to get it out somehow. Let's get it out there. <laughs> we haven't had music this whole time. Oh no! Is it not in the thing? We haven't had music this whole fucking. Well, hang on, no, because it was playing at some point. It was not playing. It was playing when we were in pre-show. Pre-show. We haven't had music this whole time. We've been playing music for you, fuck, and for us. I've been curating the music. I've been going back and forth. I've really tried it. I really liked it. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, if Ellie Spot liked it, fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Now you get. We aren't editing it. No. Fuck you. 
You just give me a mic and I'll do some back. Oh, I really liked it. I could hear you all very clear. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> John just covered. Did we just, did we just like renew our epidemic sound license for no goddamn reason? No, we need it for good society. Excellent. All right, who is it? Who's the next Scarlet Emperor or Empress? Three, two, one. Whoop, sorry. Yay! Oh, I want to vote for myself. So I vote for the person who would make the best decisions, but probably not necessarily be able to keep the throne. Would definitely Social. be hated universally. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Scarlet Empress, but without the ability to, like, you know, bend whole nations to her will. Oh, Pukajutsu comes up with a banger of a question. Select a member of the hearth to be the next season's big bad. This is going to be so easy. So this is assuming that it's the three of you are playing different PCs and that you go up against one of these five. Thousand percent. Plausible or most fun? It just says select. It just says, yeah, it's just his pick. You'll be able to explain your pick. (sighs) (laughs) No, no, no. That that joke would only work once. Uh (laughs) I'll tell you what I was thinking in a moment here. I'm ready. Croix de un. Yes. <laughs> oh. I get I've got another end. health bar and another one <laughs> oh, and shit. another one. This isn't even my final four. Yeah. It's actually true. Yeah, we're, we're in big trouble. I have to assume that by this point, Gail has at least 10 anathema fighting behind her. Oh. Um, and they've basically convinced her that they would do better um, breaking from the realm entirely, uh, oh. burning it all down to start anew. So they start crossing. Nice. Creation. I thought bye, bye, bye. Leaving devastation in their wake. I thought it'd be fun if it was Flavienne. Oh. You know what I mean? But then it would just be once. She'd be like, you know, I actually am from the heptogram. <laughs> like, it'd be, that'd be funny she for actually like does two like seconds. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Cientel is like the actual head of House of Celsi, and she's been playing at like the triple con this whole Not. time. Look, I take a half second, if that's the case. I really tried to focus on making sure I could make this whole thing. Used to be that I could, and then I just wasn't as thirsty. Sure. Oh, you get it all out during the sessions. Yeah. Good, good, good. He's not as thirsty as he used to be. <laughs> Excuse me. This is why I started getting into relationships with other pieces. <laughs> all right. Yep. This is so fun. Yay. <laughs> Oh, here comes oh, here oh. comes a, a question. Uh, which hearth member will be remembered the longest, and then which hearth member will have the longest lasting influence? So, oh. uh, so like, and then we have another one from Reckon. So first, which hearth member will be remembered the longest? Okay. Remembered as being the longest. <laughs> See on tell, right? She's tallest, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's totally what, that's I mean. what you meant. Okay, good. Just checking. Uh, oh, yeah, no, super sorry. Yes, correct. Sun, knee, itch. Aresta and Pyres! Hooray! Purge! Okay, now which hearth member will have the longest lasting influence? Yeah, fortunate, I see. I feel like this is going with this question now. <laughs> Why am I not answering these questions? I don't know, John. You should be jumping hey, you've in. You got pieces you've got of a little paper pile of if, you, if you want to. Asshole. If you, Whoa. Wow. Jesus Christ. Look, I need to get my sass out somehow. <laughs> yeah. My God. 
be an asshole. Oh my god. <laughs> Is there room on your couch tonight? <laughs> okay, fine. Scott, you're an asshole. Liz, you're an asshole. I am. Great. Now we're all going away. To where? All our house. Oh, fair. Oh. <laughs> Which of the hearth eventually managed? Oh, I like that question. Well, too. I get okay, all perfect. The blankets. Longest felt influence. Three, two, one. This time I selected pyres. <laughs> I see how it is. Okay, okay. So you're all making some pretty big assumptions about Gale Whispered's uh, effectiveness in getting an anathema uh, army together. No, in spreading oh, chess moves. Gateway. gateway moves, thank you. Yep. I'd already forgotten what gateway was. It's just like not important information anymore. <laughs> and in placing pyres on the throne and in mm-hmm. and marrying off yeah, a bunch of... Hearth. Uh, I always imagined you as a more behind-the-throne type Yeah, person. that's why I'm not going to be remembered, but what I did will be. Mm-hmm. It's and not the like they're not going to be able to attribute uh, these yeah, things yeah, to Gale. Yeah, that was the first interesting. one. Interesting. It was pyres, pyres, pyres. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I get I get. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to be most likely to stab you in the back? You cannot choose yourself or Seantel. Oh. God. Very few options remaining. I don't use stabbing weapons. I feel like I. This is hardest for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, those what, are the. What does that options. say about you, Liz? <laughs> or sorry, you, Gail? Three, Mistake. two, one. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. I think Aresta is the one who is the most likely to make a hard decision. <laughs> And then also not tell anyone about it. Ah, <gasps> uh, fair. Yeah, fair. That would be a backstabbing. That's a bad one. That's a bad Aww. one. Thanks, Kung Fu Thank you. <laughs> I think Pyres would make a decision for his family or for his fame. <laughs> and not necessarily prioritize us once he gets to a certain level of fame. I think Gail Whispered has essentially <laughs> said she would. Whatever I said I knew how to kill you if I had to. That's most advantageous. And at some point in the course of our exalted lifespan, it's going to be tactically advantageous to stab me in the back. Uh, the bot's not supposed to be dead. Why, Terry for Life? Did anyone try to use the bot? Yeah, exclamation mark quote. If you're talking about the the, the text appearing on screen, we don't know why featured chat isn't working. But that's, that's not kind that's of not what our bot. Featured chat does. Kind of working. There you go. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, oh, that's funny because quote starts with a Q. It's putting all the quotes in as oh shit. Oh, uh, I should have made it like exclamation mark quote or something. Anyway, or exclamation mark Q. Anyway, uh, which of the hearth eventually manages to win against Gale Whispered and Gateway? You and I will say you cannot pick Seantel because she has defeated. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's like nice, Gateway. easy. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, I guess. Well, Gail can't defeat Gail then, so that only leaves me three options. <laughs> yeah, it only leaves you with only three, three options. Three idiots. <laughs> Scott, no, I tend to agree. <laughs> See, what the hell is that? And I approve this message. <laughs> this is from 2017. What the hell were we doing back then? Three. Nasty. Two. It didn't show Kung Fu Fenders' total bits. Oh. Hmm. Oh, interesting. That was mysterious. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh. Mm. All right, we all have a lot of faith in Aresta's ability to outlast. Eventually, Gale. learn something. Jeez, oh, I have faith in Aresta, but I also have faith that Pyres will luck sack his way into a yes. Luck-sack. Very true. A Gitimian Gale shows up. <laughs> there we go. Oh, so I should have just done like upside down Gale. Upside yeah, there it is. I love it. Ah, <laughs> <Yes, laughs> <sir. laughs> I get. 
Oh, there it is. Hey. There's the. Oh, scooter scoot sass free. Thank you. All right, here we go. Ellie Spot's got one. Thank you very much. Uh, if the House of Bells was still a thing, who would be most likely to go back there as a teacher? Oh, that's sweet. That is sweet. Uh, Turf for Life did ask which member would be able to make it the best in Neo Rokugan, but because we don't know what Neo Rokugan is, I don't really feel comfortable <laughs> throwing that out there. It's an interesting question, but we just don't know enough yet. Ask us in the Froyo for season one of Neo Rokugan, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I skipped yours, Turf for Life, just because I, I I don't know how to answer it. Uh, so if the House of Bells was still a thing, who would be most likely to go back there as a teacher? Oh, I have to answer. Oh, you this. should select one. Oi. Dari. I. Three, two, one. Oh, did Ooh. we all pick? Oh, no, okay, not quite, not quite, not quite. Did no one picked me. <laughs> Sorry, That's fair. I don't think you, you want to share your information yeah, with you all kinds well, of people. Well, my lectures would last like six hours. <laughs> It'd be uh, I, I think people will just want to be hot for teacher. I mean, well, that's Well, of course, but would but. Pyres want to be the hot teacher? Yes. And he could be other things, too. He could have the attention of everybody. The emperor. Yeah, they're young. Yeah, that is true. Could, could you rephrase to a cyberpunk setting? No. <laughs> not not really. I mean, the thing is, in this particular case, uh, these characters exist in this setting, and mm -hmm. cyberpunk is still very vague. Mm. I'm not sure how to... how that... Screw it. You know what? Fine. We'll answer it. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Which character would be the most likely to do well in a cyberpunk setting? Based on what we know of it so far. Make sure I'm not blushing everything here. Three, two, one information nice information the ability to deceive mm -hmm. Blend in. Mm -hmm. absolutely but of course that's like that's not necessarily true either why is deception a more valuable thing than information yep. who knows fuck it exactly uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not like these questions big. matter <laughs> folks it is getting on to that time it is oh, thanks for a fun time yeah, thanks, oh, man, everyone. So that's another... I love it. That's another Froyo <sighs> in the books. The old bangaroo. Our first Froyo without Froyo. True. We had mochi ice cream. Yeah. And Scott ate... You had donuts. Five Four donuts. Liz had one. Four donuts. Mm. <laughs> Just today. Yeah, take the last There's one. There's no cat. There's birthday. no cat eating our, our ice cream There you time. go. <laughs> Well, that was... I'm sorry. No, I love I that. I enjoyed that Photoshop, okay? There's yes. a photo of Liz holding mm -hmm. Max, and there's a photo of Liz <laughs> holding Froyo, and I just had to put them together. <laughs> you should go onto the Discord and find out what's going to be happening. I will point out that as we move into the holiday season, streams might become a little disrupted. Uh, we are still planning on having streams, but right away, uh, this these coming two Sundays, we are dark. We are not streaming um, because it's just not going to happen. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait. So, so mean. Damn. What? <laughs> God damn. Uh, we love you. We are taking two weeks off. That's correct. Yes, that's a more <laughs> shit. <laughs> but there are streams through the week. I like. I know I'll be streaming at least this coming Tuesday. Chief Inspector Stryker is making a somewhat semi-triumphant returning uh, return to uh, some sort of the kids these days are all on the face nook or something, and he's there's a mystery. Someone's missing, and he's going to have to try to figure that out. So join us for some sort of digital mystery. Uh, we're playing Emily's Away Heart. 
Uh, which I'm excited about. Wednesday? Wednesday, I'm going to be playing a game. Uh, I'm not sure what game it might be. There's a very solid chance it might be something that JT's been waiting for me to play for a very long time. Oh. Uh, which would be something along the lines of Bloodborne. Oh. <laughs> okay. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But there, there's, there's going to be a game played. Uh, it might still be more Dead Cells. That was, that's been a good time so far. Um, Thursday... We, if you know, we'll probably will be streaming on Thursday. Would be my guess, and it was also most likely going to have to do with uh, Elf Havar. Mm. Uh, we might be talking about uh, that, but we'll see. We're gonna come up with a stream that we'll be able to do for that because we aren't streaming on Sundays. Friday, Friday, we are continuing the Punch Effect. The thirst Effect it continues. The, thirst, the Thirsty Punch Effect, uh, and that's at six Eastern on my channel. Uh, Saturday. We might not have Drew Crew, but we're not 100% positive. Correct, yeah. We might have other things on the docket. Yeah, so stay tuned to the Discord. And then the next two Sundays, we are not back here. But there is Punchy Book Club next Sunday. Oh, sorry, yes, of yes, course. it's our pizza party wrap-up. Pizza nice. party! Pizza. Sweet. Good times. But of course, we will be catching you on this channel, well, on Thursdays, but also in the new year, which I'm really yeah. jazzed about. Details will be on our social medias and our Discord, and you can catch our video uploads at their more or less usual times. Um, so you, there will be more from us in the new year. So have a wonderful holiday season, folks. I mean, look, we had a great season here. Uh, a great season because I got to share it with I, I highlight these players a lot, and I think that that's, you know, reasonable. However, I will, today I'm going to highlight all of you. Whether you're watching it live, whether you're watching it on VOD, on Twitch, on YouTube, or listening to it in the podcast, uh, it is a big reason of why we're doing this. We'd play if we weren't streaming it, mm -hmm. but you bring something to the experience that really makes a big difference, and I want to thank you for doing that and for supporting us. Whether it's through your subscriptions, through donations, all of which are very appreciated and helped us keep going through the pandemic and continually improve the equipment that we have available to us. If you spread the word about us, that also really helps. Mm -hmm. Helps bring new people in. And especially we've got some exciting one shots coming up. Got some exciting mini campaigns. And of course, our take on L5R in a cyberpunk setting with Neo Rokugan on its way. If you can go get uh, go get your double tap, it's really handy. Uh, <laughs> if you can get your third tap, go get go get yeah. a third tap. Why not? Uh, hell, get flu seven. Shot, get a flu yeah, shot. Get a flu shot. Uh, yeah. uh, My arm's finally not sore. Because that's that's, good. Yeah. that's how we're going to get out of this one, and that's how we are going to continue heading. Thank you, Comfort Vendors. And also thank you, Comfort Vendors, <laughs> for being safety wolf. That that it's really handy. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. Fire. See you next time. Bye. Bye.